are you doing out there? What are you What are you doing over there? Another day in the toilet. Another day in the downward spiral to hell. <laughs> Just go insane. Learn to love it, and then it won't bother you so much. You know. As Mike Tyson said, you know, learn to love what you hate to do, and you'll and you'll be good. Well, I hate living here, so you have to learn to love it, and then you're indestructible. You see? I don't know. There's there's some kind of wisdom in there, I'm sure. <laughs> Let it burn! I missed you. Most of you, some of you, I know. No. Well, we're back. It's Wednesday, the 11th of January, in the year of year three of the new normal. Who loves it? Do you love it? I know you love it. Everybody loves it. What's there not to love? All kinds of nonsense. Oh, I got some good. I'm gonna just dunk on some more Mounties tonight. I'm always my favorite. Always love to just deliver some right hands to the Mounties, hey? They had it coming, though. They did it to themselves. And, of course, the usual. And then in the towards the end here, in the uh, last third, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna do something that I probably am going to horribly regret. Uh, but, you know, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe this time going to be a disaster but hey if you want to call in and shoot your mouth off so i can make fun of you and cut you off and uh say you should probably sign up for made uh feel free to do that <laughs> i will uh i'll have it there there's the link you can call in down there on the on the telegram it's just this is just a ruse to get more people into using telegram because you got to get off these legacy platforms they're horrible they they support bad just using them just by just by using them at all you know i sent somebody a super chat on youtube the other day I don't know why I did that. I was like, I just, I just half that money just went to some vampire pedophile. Great, that was dumb. So we're trying to get people off those platforms. But if you want to, uh, t.me slash raging dissident ii is the Telegram page, and and later there will be a little uh, live stream. You can click in and call and and get in there and put your this little icon, put your hand up, unmute yourself, and I will. If if I if I if I like the look of you, maybe I don't know. We'll see, and uh, you can have a minute or two while I I won't listen to anything you say I'm just going to zone out look at the cobwebs in the ceiling and then be like yeah and then next <laughs> so that that's where that's going to be if you're if you're interested if that's something that you uh that you want to do we'll see how that goes uh, other than that this is just definitely going to be a disaster as they all are they're all definitely a train wreck Sergeant Rock thank you very much welcome how are you he says toilet water is a product of circulon it's probably used to hydrate the left wing nuts running this country into the ground I've seen them drink out of toilet bowls before. That's not, that's not, um, I mean, it's not their, they don't all do it. It's, that, that's a stereotype. That's a racist stereotype of Circulonians that they all drink toilet water. Just like, you know, all Asians and, and, you know, Chinese people eat dogs and cats. They don't all do it, but, uh, but a lot of them do. So, I mean, it's a, it's a tough thing with stereotypes, you know, because it's like, well, it's true. It's not, uh, you know, it, we're a sensitive people these days, and you know it's it's impossible to 
to please everybody. So please, no one, don't offend anyone. I'm going to talk about the secret weapon of the destruction of Western civilization tonight, as it, it would turn out. It just really all made, made a lot of sense. And uh, the, their primary weapon, their uh, preferred method of eliciting subservience to uh, uh, withdraw obedience from your soul is to shame you, is to guilt trip you. And uh, because, you know, I, I do believe that, you know, Western civilization is the, is the peak um, you know, once upon a time, we, we had her pretty good. We were, we were doing pretty good. And it was the, the shining beacon of uh, the world that many people around the world aspired to. That's why people from all over the world would, were climbing all over each other and killing each other to try to get into places like the United States, like Canada, like the United Kingdom, and so on. Um, that's going away. Uh, we're definitely on the way out. And uh, I think the future belongs to the Asians. I think the, uh, I think the Chinese have a, quite a... <laughs> I think they're on the up and up. Um, but, you know... Part of our uh, part of our collective upbringing and and shared understanding is that uh, you know we're the good guys and we like to be good people and we're trying to be good people and, and we're trying to do the right thing and, and be good and, and unfortunately the enemy understood that very well better than we did and they've used that against us and they've used it in a way to um, gaslight and what did Derek call to ask the guys like there's got to be some kind of colloquialism or phrase or you know and I'm like I asked these guys I'm like you guys went to university what's the and we're like, I don't know. What's the term or phrase? That, what, what is it? When, you, when, when someone tricks you, deceives you, because it's what it is, has deceived you into doing something that is very destructive or harmful to you, maybe beneficial to me. Like, I want you to do this. It's very bad for you to do it, but I'm going to convince you that you should do it. Um, I don't, there's got to be a phrase for that. And we scratch it. And, and Derek just chimes up, you know, probably smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he say? Pathological altruism. <laughs> I was like, looked it up. Yes, that is that is exactly what I. That's yep. All right. So Derek is a scientist now, and uh, he knows all of the things. Much more of a scientist than than Neil deGrasse Tyson will ever be. That guy is an idiot. Oh my God! Is anybody else really tired of that guy? He had a little meltdown. Uh, not really a meltdown. I mean, it's kind of clickbaity, but he's just a scrambling. Neil deGrasse Tyson is a propagandist. He's not an actual scientist. Like, what does he do? He goes around to talk shows and, you know, uh, promulgates and, and, and promotes the, whatever current thing that there is instead of, you know, doing, you know, pursuing, you know, science or whatever, whatever he does. I, I, I don't know. But he is always on these shows talking all kinds of nonsense. And you're like, it's hard to shake the impression that, like, this guy isn't. He's an idiot. He's really not very smart, is he? And and that is, you know, unfortunate. A lot of people used to like him. You know, he's a, oh, he's a likable, nice science man telling us about the things. But it very quickly turned out to, you know, when the when the when it was time for the rubber to hit the road and see who was who. It, yeah, he's a he's a state's uh, propagandist and and an idiot and um, immoral and unethical and, and a hypocrite and, and so on. So I don't know why I got into that, but fuck him. He's, a, he's an idiot. Can be dread says, Mike Tyson also said that tiger piss smells real bad. That it smells just like, uh, you know, it's, it's, it smells really bad. It smells, it smells like Freeland's Nevermind. I'm glad you stopped yourself. I didn't, I didn't want to have to ban you for life, and I, frig- I will. You think $5 is enough to not get you banned for life? Not even close. Not even close, sister. I will throw you right into Colbert. Don't you even go there. I'm glad that phase of the stream is over. I'm glad that finally has worn out its welcome, that we can finally stop talking about the, the nebulous black hole of filth that is... That, uh, I can't... I'm already... Uh, fuck, I'm mentally, I'm already going back to the... <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Anyway, 
And she says, Philip made me do it. Well, I believe you. I believe you. I don't forgive you, but I do believe you. Lynn says, when my other half calls in later, you don't have to offer him maid. He has... (laughs) He has a vac case manager. A Veterans Affairs uh, case manager. My God. Oh man, where is this? I need this right now. I, I threw this in here and I knew it would uh, I knew it would come up at some point. Like th- this should be the way to, when you call in and for, this is gonna be very confusing for, for other people that don't really understand. but if you're an American soldier, a veteran, uh, I mean I guess I'm reluctantly going to accept the contributions of people that were in the Navy. I don't want to have to do this. I feel uh, all right, I guess. You know what I mean? It's like bare minimum. <laughs> the Air Force. I'm st- uh, it- Anyway. <laughs> Veterans around the Western world are obviously very horribly, and this is a note. No one is mistaken about this, but yet no, no one finds it shocking. Treated horribly. Absolutely used up, discarded, and thrown away. And it's like, yep, that's how it is. You could see a guy with a rack of medals with one leg in a wheelchair on the street living in a tent. You'd be like, yep. Like, that's it. Yep, yeah, that's that's how we are over here. We just uh, we don't really care. So when you call in, uh, at least in Canada, Canada's now openly promoting killing yourself as a, as a medical um, <laughs> solution. Uh, w- one woman called in, a veteran, uh, asking for a wheelchair ramp or, or uh, some, some kind of assistance or adjustment or remodeling of her home or something because she's, you know, in a wheelchair. Um, can be a pain in the ass to get it out of your house, you know. If you know. And they said, well, we could kill you. Is that is that something you're interested in? Have you thought about being dead? Because we can we can do that for you. And she wasn't the only one. You know, like, it was an isolated incident. No, it wasn't. It was lots. Um, I'm sure it's not any better in the United States. We're just treated like crap. crap. So, um yeah, he, the other half calls in later. Don't offer a maid. He has a vet case manager. That's good. He has a Veterans Affairs case manager. When you call into Veterans Affairs, I feel like this should be the whole... When you're on hold, you should just be listening like... Oh, like, you know it's a waste, and you're just you're just imminently approaching your death. It's like, why did I call this place? It's only going to make my life worse. I don't know a single person who's ever done better. Has, has anyone... No. No, the longer I'm on hold, which is going to be a while, well, a long time, I just, the urge to uh, end it all. <laughs> it's some kind of torturous game they're playing. It's like, let's see how much, let's see how much we can put them through before they just totally pack it in. <laughs> Sir Toast, he says, your streams are awesome, but Entropy doesn't, isn't working on Telegram. On Telegram, entropy doesn't work on Telegram. Entropy is its own thing. I'm not sure what you mean. My default web browser, Brave browser, it always freezes or doesn't show video, and it's only yours. Well, that's probably just government interference. Luckily for you, there is Rumble, there is Odyssey, there is a lot of. I'm on like five other platforms right now. All of the links are on the website, ragingdissident.com. You can go and and see them all on there. There's lots of ways that they're constantly trying to, you know, eliminate. <laughs> Purge! Ghost Rider Punish on Rumble says he's just yelling purge. That's probably a good idea. We, we should maybe have to get into that. Uh, so thank you very much. Where was I uh, Where was I going with any of this? i got to get all this all out of the way. Move that out of the way. Where did we begin? Where do you want to begin? Do you even want to? Do you want to just, like, not... It, it's like we could just take turns bashing our heads into a brick wall. Right? <laughs> that might. That might. That might help more than anything. 
And then once we've caused so much brain damage, either if you, if you survive, you'll be so heavily brain damaged, you won't even notice. You won't even notice the constant eradication of your way of life and, you know, stripping your, your future and your birthright for, right out from under you. You won't even notice it. You won't even care. You'll be just as numbed out and in, in complacent and apathetic to everything as the hockey bros, as the sports ball bros. You'll just be like, whatever, bro. Uh, football, football, there's a football well on. Hey, the government's banning, bas- banning gas stoves. They're banning gas stoves. I don't care the, the fucking eagles are playing. Like, okay, you're the reason everything is over. Um, I hate you. <laughs> Why couldn't you care about adult things for five minutes, bro? Just for five minutes. Could you not? You won't. Oh, well, that's okay. Anyway, so again, later if you want to call in, uh, Telegram is going to be where it is. Telegram, t.me slash raging dis and You can go to telegram.org and get it. Don't get it from the app store. Don't get it from any of that because they're going to give you this censored version. And I, I guess if you're on Apple, you're on iPhones, you have no choice. You have to take that, which is, you know, freedom at its finest. You know, you're forced to take the censored version where they, they don't show you the, the no-no channels that they don't like. Uh, telegram.org, at least you can get it on your desktop or laptop or something. And use that because I'm too cheap and lazy and dumb to set up a, a phone line. But I, I could. I could pay someone way too much. How much money should that? Probably $1,000, right? Is that a $1,000 job? <laughs> I'm just getting raped, absolutely raped by lawyers and stuff. I don't even know. I don't know. I, everything's $1,000 at least. So, um, you know, what, what can you say? Where do we begin? Uh, th- this is something I, I do want to talk about. We'll get into this a little bit later. But... Um, this guy is a, a legend. Uh, this has just hit the news a little bit, a little bit late, lately. Have you seen this? Have you heard of the, the 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 church of? I can't even say the name. I don't think the church of the prime minister's last name. Uh, this guy's been recently canceled from the from the internet. Uh, another again, no idea, never heard of, but uh, have now. So Streisand effect in full effect. Thank you very much, uh, CBC, for canceling this guy. And why? Why did they cancel him? What did they? What did he do? What did he say? Is he not allowed to have his own opinion? Is he not allowed to express his uh, discontent with? Is he not allowed to make jokes? Because really, from what I could tell, that is what he was doing. He was just making jokes and making, you know, satirical, uh, making fun, poking fun. Is he not allowed to do that? Uh, no, he's not. He, he absolutely isn't allowed to do that because uh, we live in a, a political hellhole where we have secret police and we have the Stasi and we have wrong think police literally now that will police your thoughts. And if you think the wrong things, they just uh, will make sure that you, well, will ruin your life. We'll ruin your life. Not really. We're not really going to try and convince you to change your mind. Maybe they might give you a little hint, but if you don't, we'll just ruin you. And then it'll be like, uh, let that be a lesson to the rest of you out there. You know? Anybody else thinking about making fun or subverting the authority of the ultra special super duper people in Ottawa? That's what we'll do to you. You like that? More of that on the way. I hope you enjoy it. We're just going to be an arms dealer for Ukraine now, apparently, as well. We're straight up buying weapons from other countries just to send it to them. That's excellent. World Economic Forum is assembling next week, this week. And our government's representative, of course, as is more heads of state than ever in history around the world, are going to be there to make sure everything is uh, is going out. All the new methods and terms and ways we can guilt you and shame you into following our agenda. Chop the genitals off of your kids, mutilate your future, and sell your own parents to the devil. Whatever it takes. If you don't do it, you're a bad person. And that's all that matters, right? It's the social virtue status. Make sure you're a good person. 
make sure you're a good person by TV standards. Because if they don't care, if they don't care for what you're doing, you're the worst person in the world. You're, you're the new Hitler. Everything is Hitler all the time. Is it even possible? Is it even possible to have a long-form conversation about like politics or current events or social stuff, anything like that, without someone inevitably bringing up Hitler? I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I'd love to see the Google Trends search terms on that over time. Over the last ten years, it's just skyrocketing. <laughs> Just goes to show you, uh, if they if you can make them hate you, you'll live in their heads forever. They will never, ever, 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 ever let it go. That's a that's fun. <laughs> ah! I mean, nobody Google, nobody's talking about Genghis Khan anymore. That guy lowered the carbon footprint of the earth. <laughs> he killed so many people and you know genocided and erased so many you know. There's probably entire civilizations we don't even know about because Genghis Khan got there first. Where's where's his? Where, why doesn't he get constantly get Netflix documentaries and specials and so on? The world wonders. How are you doing? It's it's eleven days into into the new year, um, but who cares? Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. It's a it's a oh the number of the digit changed. Uh, big fucking deal. Um, I never really. But I, f- I feel like it's childish and silly. If you need an arbitrary number change, you need the calendar to flip over. You need, you need the digit to move for you to all of a sudden be motivated to do something with your life. I mean, I don't know. That's not how that works. That's the, Oh, it's a new year. I can start over. Nope. It's just tomorrow. It's, it's not a new anything. It's just another day that is very close to yesterday, which was is not now far away. It's yesterday. Last year is yesterday. It's not, you know, it's very arbitrary. <laughs> It's very silly. Um, But some people have, um, you know, interesting. It is Canada, right? It's it's Canada, and a lot of people have intelligent. I mean, we're a really smart country. We're so um, intelligent. We're we're definitely not a joke, and we've got a lot of really, I mean, in the annals of time, the intellectual powerhousery, It's like Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, everybody lives here, and it's just constant, especially on CBC, um, just pumping out master... I mean, things that really... I read stuff like this, and I'm still thinking about it, I mean, a month later. Maybe not for the reasons that uh, you'd think, but it, it you know begs to be pondered, doesn't it? Somehow... The spirit of my pre-lit Christmas tree was missing. Using my New Year's resolution to free my tree and myself from the bondage of colonization. I see. Well, um, Christmas itself, I believe, is is not a indigenous person's holiday. So maybe you should just stop celebrating Christmas altogether. Uh, but I'm curious to, to read on. I'm sure this is very insightful, thoughtful, and, and, and really, I mean, just... A watershed moment in understanding, uh, you know, the generational trauma uh, that only affects certain people. I don't care if your entire family was in every major war in America. I don't care. I don't care if your father was an alcoholic with a severe PTSD that beat the shit out of you and your mom and disappeared for 10 years and became. I don't care. I don't give a shit. You're a white person and you're. Pff, pff. 
These people aren't and therefore are our victims forever. And you must be made to feel shame and guilt about that. So when we want to do things that otherwise are insane, we'll say, ah, 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 the guilt and the shame. And then you'll go, oh, right, I forgot. And they'll be allowed to do whatever they want. Because it's a weapon that they've been using. Anyway, nice, um, you know, wonderful article here. As I took the Christmas decorations off my artificial tree and put them away, I found myself mulling over New Year's resolution, blah, blah, blah. Or you should be mulling over the fact that while you're, you know, up here masquerading as some kind of, you know, champion of, of indigenous rights and bondage of colonization, but, and yet you're celebrating Christmas. You're hardcore. Strange. So some traditions are okay, but others not. So you're just going to pick and choose. You're going to be one of those. Okay. Um, but basically, uh, the thing is, they used to have a, re a real tree, but now they have a fake plastic tree. And you know what? The fake plastic tree, it's got wires, and they're just built right in. You know? The, the, the branches themselves of their ancestral tree uh, people, of which she has a fat plastic one, is being... Um, constrained by the bot, these lights represent colonization and white supremacy. So she has to cut them all to free the bondage of colon, free the tree, free the fake tree from the plastic lights. Um, CBC, thought provoking, genius, compelling. Where do you go next from that? I don't know. I mean, we're we're basically we're gonna have time travel any minute. We're gonna have uh, the smartest people, kings and queens of the earth, giants, uh, if you will, any minute now. Sergeant Rock asks, I wonder which one will win the death toll high score this year? The government promoted suicide or the side effects? Uh, deaths or illegal drug overdoses, but don't worry, the government will keep you safe. When the government talks about safety, when they talk about public safety, they mean their safety in public. That's what public safety means. Public safety means the government's safety in public. That's what that's what that, uh, for. Uh, when they say, you know, hate speech and, and hate people and hate, hate, that's, they're, they're, we're destroying hate. They're destroying the people that hate the government is, is what that translates into. Everything's kind of backwards. Like the police who are to serve and, they're there to serve and protect uh, the government. And, you know, that's, that's how it is. So when they say we're here to keep people safe, they mean them. They're keeping themselves safe from you. That is their primary mode and only uh, thing that matters is, is itself. It's a self-perpetuating parasite. That's what government is. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a necessary evil, I suppose you could say, um, that must be kept in check. And when it isn't kept in check, you end up with this. You end up with this excellent scenario. Look to America. Look to the United Kingdom. Look to Europe. Everything's just going fine. Uh, we're run by the dumbest people in the world, uh, running this place straight into the ground because you know, the the smarter, higher achieving, you know, they, they couldn't be bothered. They were living their lives and pursuing their dreams and all that kind of stuff. And no one really kept an eye on the factory. We just kind of, we just kind of assumed everything was being run the way it's supposed to. We just kind of like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's not a big factory. You know, we need the factory, but we just keep it under control. We go check in on it once in a while, but you know, we're generally we're interested in other things. The factory's boring and we're doing other things. Unbeknownst to you, unbeknownst to the public is that the factory um, has some new ownership. The factory actually had some Chinese investors come in, 
and some uh, some Israeli investors come into the factory, and they've installed some of their own leadership into the factory, unbeknownst to you, who are now con- you know uh, consulting with the factory managers and you know giving them. And then the, and then there's other companies and other factories are getting involved with this factory. Essentially, a surrogate network of control has been installed into your factory while you weren't paying attention, very quietly, very slowly over time. You know, just a little bit, just a pernicious uh, cloud of control just kind of swept in, just kind of swept in. And then uh, you realize one day, man, is it just me or is this factory falling? What is going on? Nothing's working in the factory the way that it's supposed to anymore. And you know what? The lights are flickering. I think we should check in on the factory. Oh, look, it's a complete uh, it's a complete and absolute total mess. How do we fix this? I think we should have fixed it uh, 30 years ago, at least 10 or 15 years ago. Um, I, I think we should probably... <laughs> I think we should probably uh, run uh, because it seems as though no one is monitoring. Uh, you know, the, the factory's powered by nuclear power, by the way, as well, and no one's. The core is melting down, so <laughs> that's where we're at. So they let it, let it, let that be a lesson to you, future people and aliens that are viewing this in the future through advanced technology to wonder how exactly something as amazing as, as modern Western civilization just completely and absolutely. Uh, like Hari Kar- carried it. What's that thing when the Japanese? I have disgraced my family, and they like cut their own guts out. It's not, but that's all. Like that's kind of like wow. That is an intense way to go. That's not even what they did. This was like sl- it's such a st- insane way to kill yourself. It's like just sitting in a chair and just dummying two liters of coke. And eating just uh, just j- jars of butter, just ah, and deliberately not moving. It's like, what are you doing? I'm dying by sloth. Wow, that seems. Anyway, that's what happened, guys. Let there be a lesson to you: never, ke- never take your eye off the factory, because I know it's boring, and I know it's you know not super exciting and it's mundane, but it's like so are chores. So is uh, cleaning your house. So is doing your laundry. You know, it's not exciting. It's not fun. It's not going to really bring you any joy. Uh, but you like to have clean clothes. You like to have a clean house. You like to have, uh, you know, and if the, the cost of ignoring it for too long is, um, well, it's a disaster. Have you seen hoarders? That's, that's what you're going to be living with. Okay? So you need to do, uh, you need to maintain your factory and make sure everything's, uh, you know, not being, not being, uh, Screwed with. Unfortunately, uh, we we didn't. So you should. People in the future, make sure you keep an eye on the, on those factory workers because uh, they end up stealing money and making deals with other factories behind your back. They're not to be trusted. You got to keep them real close. You got to keep an eye on. You got to watch them like a hawk, because the cost of your factory falling apart is um, everything. Everything falls apart. So it's like your heart. It's like heart failure. You need that. You only have one, and if that goes, everything goes with it. So you know, it, it it'd be like if people just like were. <laughs> I mean, who cares? Who talks about heart problems anymore? Anyway, we have always another thing: boring and usual heart problems. People dropping dead of heart attacks. People having uh, pulmonary embolisms. People having uh, you know uh, cardiac distress. All of the uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, all of the uh, strokes, which can be related to heart uh, problems as well. Blood, you know. Just blood, circulatory, heart, and brain. You know, we have always... I mean, it's boring to talk about because it's so prevalent in our life. We deal with it every day. People are dropping dead left all the time, you know. And it's like, why do we even talk about this? It's so stupid because it's always been like this. It's been like this, you know. Remember when we were kids in school? And you're like, hey, let's 
let's go play tag in the in the schoolyard and then it's like uh you know the teacher's counting the kids like oh we're missing two we're like yeah they're they're dead outside and they're like oh right and then a forklift just comes by <laughs> here it is again i'm doing it again where's the other one yeah <laughs> no not this other one yeah all right, kids, back in school. Where'd the other two go? Where'd they go? Oh, no, they just, they died suddenly. Oh, those nine-year-olds? Those 16? Yeah, they died suddenly. Okay. Fucking forklift just comes and rolls them into a hole, into a mass grave. All right, anyway, kids, back to class. We were teaching you about the virtue of hating yourself and welcoming in uh, everybody else from all over the world to do whatever they want and violate your body. Take It doesn't matter. Because if, if you don't roll over and die, what are you? What are you, class? Ter terrorist? That's right! That's right! World Watcher, you're a terrorist. Now... <laughs> who wants to do some moderate activity... ...from which there is a significant chance one or more of you may die suddenly? Anybody? Who wants to go outside and... ...move some bags around? You know, just regular stuff. I love the new normal. It's the best. It is the best ever. <laughs> what am I talking about? Some people know exactly what I'm talking about. Other people are confused. Be the people that aren't confused. Just figure it out. If you don't know what the fuck is going on, listen, I don't have time for this. This is a, I already told you, we're in black flag mode. This is ruthless dictatorship now. People are like, it's the Squid Game song. It's... It's very nefarious and sinister. It's not good. The music means death is coming. If you don't know what's going on, I don't have time to bring you up to speed. Find whoever's to your left or your right and hash it out. You got a couple hours and then if... Oh, God help you. God help us all. Uh, secular 007, so he's James Bond that believes no in nothing. Just, just He's a nihilist. Good to see you back and with the Davos event. Um, he says, <laughs> the Prime Minister's going for his weekly ass-fucking and submission retraining. Yeah, because he's not going, but the Finance Minister is, who I think is the real power in Ottawa. That's their governor. That is the Viceroy. You see, uh, these, these elite, these higher-level groups, because you ever notice, like, this is how, this is not how you know. They're not controlling anybody. Does does the World Economic Forum come to you? Or do you go to it? You know? It decides where it's going to be, and world leaders go there. They don't go to the steps of the White House and go, please, may we have a moment? They don't roll up to the, to you know, whatever they got in England. I don't know, what it, Westminster Palace. I'm just pissing them off now. Oh, you know it's cold. Where the where the royal, you know, dush, duchies and barons of the lands of the Shire in in Westminster Palace by the Thames Bridge, they don't just roll up there and be like, "Please, we would like an audience. Um, we would like an audience with the Lord Baron Duchess." They don't do that. And if they don't even roll in, they don't even roll into Beijing. I don't, I don't know what they do. I assume they bow or something. And there's a translator. 
you know? And then there's subtitles. And then the Chinese guys are like, mm. and then they're admitted, and then the, the and then the guys in the 1975 era Soviet uniforms with the Kalashnikovs just raise their rifles and they do a left, they both do a left turn, and you know, and they're like, okay, begin, and they move in. No, no, all these people go there. All of these people, these massively powerful individuals, are like, let's go hear what the World Economic Forum has to say. That says everything about the situation. There's nothing else to be said. I mean, you're the president of the fucking United States or something, right? Or you're the uh, minister of, like, you're a high-level cabinet minister. Um, I don't. What are they called in America? Ministers, probably. Secretary of, used to be called Secretary of War, which is cool, and then they changed it to Secretary of Defense, which is dumb, because America doesn't defend shit. Goes to war. <laughs> Goes to war on your ass. You're something like that. You're very. I mean, you're you're a fairly significant amount of held amount of power in a very powerful country. It's not like you're the Secretary of Defense and like, I don't know. Zambia, <laughs> it's a random country. Like, who cares? With is that even a country? Just think of some tiny Polynesian country or like Luxembourg, Liechtenstein. Okay, or you're the you're the Secretary of Defense, you're the Vice President, whatever they have of Luxembourg. Yeah, no one, no one's super impressed. That feels like something that's doable. You know what I mean? If someone was like, "I'm the Vice President of Luxembourg," I'd be like, "I could do, I could be you. I could easily be you." The place is tiny. You know, you're in the middle of Europe. You're not, nobody. Everyone else is doing all the hard work for you. you know, Nobody even cares, you know? They haven't even had a president for years because no one's noticed because nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. I mean, these are powerful people in powerful countries uh, that should be like, I don't have time for your nonsense. I have things to do. Or they're like, I will give you a one-hour meeting. I'll give you 30 minutes. My time is valuable. I'm running an entire fucking country, a powerful country with nuclear weapons that is currently engaged in, a, in very, pretty much... A, a standoff to World War Three with the Russians and the Chinese. I don't have time to be screwing around. Oh, you know what? I'll fucking fly over there for a whole week. I'll chill out there and party with all you guys, and we'll just get drunk and spend all kinds of money and be like, woo, and hear about how we're going to just rob more people this year. I'm going to be talked down to. I'm going to sit beneath some rich banker at a podium. I'm going to sit beneath them and listen to them. They will speak to me. Because I am below them in the hierarchy of power. That is what all of that means. That is what it clearly is. Nothing about this dynamic suggests to me that the people that are pretending to be in charge are actually in charge. They don't... The, these, these forums, these groups, Davos, the WEF, Bilderberg, all of these... Uh, what's, the, what's the tech one? World Economic Forum, and then there's da- there's a couple of banker ones, and there's one that's like uh, there's one that's like basically tech company. Anyway, they go there, and these uh, these think tanks and these elite type uh, characters go. This is the things that we think should happen now, and then all of those leaders of these supposed individually sovereign countries that are just choosing to participate because they want to, not because they have to. They all just so happen to go, these are all good ideas. Let's all do them all together at the same time. Everyone agree? Yes, we all agree. Then they go back to their own countries from which they were supposedly elected. 
And rather than the people are like, hey, we have all these problems. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Everybody shut up. Everybody shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut up. You know? We're banning gas stoves. And we need all electric cars. And, uh, oh, Russia bad. We got to destroy them. Uh, what else? What was the other stuff? Oh, yeah. How many of your kids have you cut their dicks off? How many? Not enough. I want to see way more than that. Way more. What else? Yeah, also, uh, one of you guys, or maybe you can split it between the two of you, we're going to take all of uh, North Africa, and you guys are just going to have them. Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy, but <laughs> I don't... Listen, shut the fuck up. I don't care about your problems, Kevin. I'm talking now. I'm talking now. No one asked you about your fucking health care. We don't give a shit. We don't give a shit, all right? You hear me? Electric cars saving the world. Come again? What do you mean, why wasn't any of this on the election platform? Why would it be? Because, Kevin, listen, Kevin, you're such a fucking idiot. You know what, I'm going to do you a favor? Let me, let me break this down for you right now, Kevin. Just sit down. Because you get your little note. Here, have mine. Have my notepad. Here's a pen. You're going to want to take some notes. All right, Kevin. Kevin, big brain Kevin. Kevin's got to ask some questions, Kevin. Kevin's got to take time out of me trying to pass on the world fucking global agenda of sustainable development goals, Kevin. You happy, Kevin? Put a gun to Kevin's head right now. Listen, Kevin, because election prom- election talk, that's just so we, you idiots can feel like you have input. So that you, the, the illusion of you actually having some control over your future that is maintained in your brittle, tiny little fucking mind so that you can keep going to work every day and making all that tax money for me, Kevin. That's the only reason that's there. You don't make any real decisions, all right? This is all just fluff and nonsense. Obviously, there's going to be left-wing people. There's going to be right-wing people. There's, you know, different ways. So we provide you those leaders so you can feel like you're... And you guys will just fight each other. It's his fault. It's his fault. It's fault. It's fault. You're so stupid. Have you not noticed that no matter who gets elected, uh, those guys back there, we always do what they say. It doesn't... Yeah. Well, I, you're beneath me. I don't need you. You're stupid. All right? I go there. They tell me what to do. And I make it happen here. That's why none of your stupid ideas ever get... Because why would I care? Kevin, look at you. Look at you, Kevin. You have a gun to your head and you've peed yourself. Okay? And you're down there and I'm up here, Kevin. Right? And when I go over there to Belgium or, or whatever fucking Swiss psycho fucking 16-star hotel with underage child fucking waiters and stuff they have that they're using as human pillows and fucking... <laughs> and they got aquariums with sharks swimming in them. Welcome to the World Economic Forum. I look forward to many nights of it's crazy group sex with you on all kinds of designer new drugs provided by the scientists of the future. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I go there and I sit beneath them and they tell me, I come down here, I stand up here, you sit down there. I tell you, you go fuck back to your house and you sit down there and your kids sit under you and then you tell them. That's how this works. It's like a ladder. I'm up here, you're down there. Never question me again. Have that man killed. Have Kevin killed. Welcome to the new normal. There, are you happy? At least it's honest. 
What do you want us to lie to you? You want us to lie about it? Be like, oh, oh, ooh. oh, yeah, just just vote harder, you guys, totally. We don't have the fucking we don't have leaders of of numerous nations, numerous powerful nations in our most of them. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Just put it on your Facebook page. Let's you'll. <laughs> Julie Morris on Rumble. I it's so weird. I the other day I thought about you and I was like, I wonder where where is Julie Mora? I wonder. And I was like, and she hasn't made anything on YouTube in like eight or nine months. Julie, what the fuck is going on over there? You better have a good answer. I don't know if you know this. I don't know how long you've been gone. I don't know how long you've been lurking out there. But I'm an evil dictator now. I cut people down in the chat like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. People are nothing to me. <laughs> I've been following you the whole time. Have them killed. Just making a point. <laughs> ah! Full war. <laughs> Just kidding. I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing well. Thank you very much. So sending you all my love. Cheers. Thank you, Julie. I appreciate that. Kevin, you should have been more like Julie. If you were, you'd still be alive. But you're not, because you're stupid and you're Kevin. You're a stupid Kevin. You're already behind when your name is Kevin, right? You start life at, like, oof, minus five. It may not be a lot, but if you have one of those lives where you win as much as you lose and you're basically still at square from when you were born, and you're hovering around a zero minus five, that minus five makes all the difference. You could have had a, you could have had a one or two points in life, but instead you're minus two. Why? Because your name is Kevin. People don't like people named Kevin. It's like, what a dumb name. <laughs> I know, like, five people named Kevin, and they're all awesome. <laughs> In fact, I've never met a, a lame Kevin. I don't think. Just, just, I'm really fascinated with this name for some reason. Let's go. Let's move on. We've got a lot to do. We've got a lot to do, and I'm wasting a lot of time. Not that much time. This is all a waste of time, but I mean, I'm wasting the wasted time. You know what I mean? When you're wasting time, like, <laughs> never get double guilt. Yet you're guilty because you're like, oh man, I'm just eating ice cream and fucking watching shitty TV. I'm not even. I should be doing something more productive. But then you keep doing it anyway, and then you're like, I'm not even enjoying wasting my own time. If you're going to waste your time, you should enjoy doing it, right? You're sitting there eating shit food, like, this isn't even good. And you're like, Why? what am I watching? Where did those two hours go? I just threw two hours of my life into an incinerator. I just threw it in there. It's not, it's not like you're like, I watched a movie and it was great. I was... You know, I was playing this game and I had so much fun. I did this. I don't know. I, don't know. I was eating shit and watching garbage and be like, I want to die. There's <laughs> just a guy. You have one of these and there's just you're just shoveling your own life. Get in there. Just get in there. <laughs> Turn it on. Cooked in an incinerator. So I'm wasting your wasted time. I, this is the bottom of the barrel. This is as bad. <laughs> It's as bad as it could be. 
Playing 52 card pickup would be an improvement. Just throwing cards on the floor and picking them up. That's less of a waste of time because you're getting some exercise and there's maybe some coordination. Maybe get good at moving cards around. Maybe develop a skill. You see what I mean? What's this doing for you? Probably just making you sad. You know, and you're like, why did I watch that? I wasted my wasted time. And then when you go to waste time again, you're going to think about how I explained wasting wasted time. And then you're going to get performance uh, anxiety about wasting time. And then every time you go to waste time, you won't be able to waste time in an enjoyable way because you'd be worried that I told you about wasted, wasted time. And so that in that way, I've now destroyed wasting time for you. And you'll never be able to do it again without feeling guilty. And I've guilted you into action. Do you see how that works? If you feel guilty, you'll fucking do it. And that's how they get you. So I'm just going to make you feel guilty now forever because apparently it's the secret weapon of the ages to get pe- especially white people apparently to do whatever you want. Just get oh shame. Oh, ooh, oh, you look you boo. Boo! Do what I want! Boo! Oh, gross! Boo! Do what I want or else! Boo! Boo! Take his job! Boo! Boo! Do they do it? I still hate him. <laughs> Can't believe that worked! All I had to do was yell boo for a while and he just caved right in. It's amazing. It's like witchcraft. He did something that was completely against his own makeup, his own being. It was antithetical. It was so bad for him. This is straight-up self-destructive behavior. How did he do it? I, I don't know. I just swear to God, bro, pointed, yelled boo, said his name a lot, made fun of his name. I'm like, stupid Kevin, boo! Next thing you know, he's eating out of my hand. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like... They have so much power to make you feel so shitty that you need to be incredibly resilient and incredibly robust internally to not let it work because they're so good at making you feel so shitty that they can compel people to do things that are bad for them. That's how strong the shame is. Crazy. Oh, no, this is a good idea. We have to because, uh, you know... Mass migration's totally a good idea. We gotta do it! Why? Because otherwise I'm a bad person and I'm racist. Do you understand? I have to do it. I have to do it or I'm better gonna say boo! They're gonna point and say boo! I'll get kicked out of school! You present a very compelling argument, Alexander. In that case, I did not know that the people would point and say boo. I wasn't aware. I thought they would attack with with bombers and commandos at night, disabling our critical infrastructure, and then in the morning, oncoming waves from the sea of men with guns, paratroopers. In, in all the, and in which case, we would have to fight them to the death, wouldn't we, Kevin? We would have to fight them in the streets. We'd have to fight them in apartment buildings. There'd be people living in the fucking sewers. Oh, it would be madness, Kevin. It would be something, wouldn't it? Oh, Kevin. Saboteurs. In the night, in the day, in the sea, in the air, everywhere. Our own, our own men, our own people joining the enemy! A fight for the ages! Entire cities destroyed! 
the fate of civilization hangs in the balance! Can you do it, Kevin? Are you with me, Kevin? But that's not what happened. They just said, boo, you're, hey, you're shitty. You're fucking shitty, Kevin. You're shitty. Have, why aren't you letting all of Syria live at your house, Kevin? Boo! Boo! <laughs> I didn't know they were going to say boo. My God, Kevin. Holy sh- Jesus! Are you okay? Are you okay? Kevin, are you okay? Are you okay, Kevin? You've been hit by, you've been struck by, a smooth globalist. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. And that's why it's, that's why it's important to have, uh, maybe we need some Kevins around, just, just as decoys. So then we'll have some advanced warning of, of what's to come, you know? <laughs> I need, <laughs> I need to... Reset my uh, my mind here for a second. I can't. No, no. Why don't I have the whole thing? Yeah, there we go. Well, that's how it works here. Kevin, you should have paid more attention. Now look at you, Kevin. Look at you now. Now both your kids are trannies, your wife is off fucking some Libyan migrant who hates you. Your brother's addicted to fentanyl. You lost your job at the airport, Kevin. Because you didn't get the pokey. But now you're going to go get it, and it doesn't matter. They're not going to rehire you, Kevin. Stop crying and put put up the pride flags. Give me one of those guns. Give me those, Kevin. You're not allowed to have those. Give me those. Are you thinking again, Kevin? Are you trying to think your own thoughts? You know what that means. Yeah, I'm calling the government. Kevin's not okay. Are you okay, Kevin? You've been hit by, you've been hit by the World Economic Forum. Ah, woo! Yeah, you did. You got hit by him. They fucked Kevin up good. Because Kevin was naive. Kevin was naive and ignorant. And he paid the price for his apathy. For Kevin should have spent less time watching sports ball and more time watching the goings-on of the world around him like the responsible adult man that he should have been instead of wasting his entire life with childish games and childish things and abandoning his responsibility as a man. He probably should have did that. Had he done that, there's a fairly significant chance Kevin may have noticed some problems Got out of the way. Or, you know, prepared or something. Wasn't taught totally flat-footed because he was jerking off about world junior hockey and, you know, thinks we just got to get the libs out. and <laughs> We're so screwed. <laughs> I'm just I'm just on rambling nonsense mess of just mocking everything 
Because what else is there to do anymore? What else is there to do? It's like we're going down. The ship's going down. It's like, well, fuck you. I'm not. I'm not. In, I'm not having my final. I'm not spending it crying. Fuck you. I will enjoy the destruction of it all. You're not taking that from me. Yeah, that's right. We. We. There's another shirt. Just we. Yep. I love it. I want more. I want more nonsense. Uh. <laughs> The real Bret Hart of Diagalon. Wow, my goodness. He says, I heard you mentioned my name yesterday. To summon me to do sharpshooters. Where do I begin? <laughs> Why, Mr. H I, I can't believe I started reading your name and I didn't even... I, it was totally backwards. Anyway. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. You can't just... There! Now we can talk! Anyway... I heard you mention my name yesterday! Summon me to do sharpshooters! Where do I begin? I started with that vaccinated fuck! Shawn Michaels! See, this is when Canada was still cool. We had Bret Hart! He kicks the shit out of people. He doesn't give a fuck. He went down to America and they just booed the shit. Boo! He's like, fuck you! Yeah! Suck my big Canadian dick! I'm Bret Hart! No apologizing. No virtue signaling. He just went out there and fucking crushed it. It's almost like that's a key to success or something. It's almost like... It's almost like having a lot of self-confidence and focus-driven purpose where you're like, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm not letting anybody stop me. It's like it's a winning mentality or something. I wonder if more people should adopt that. I wonder if that would maybe improve... I wonder if Kevin... I don't know why. First he was over here, now he's back. He's in the back. He's being tortured. He's being tortured by Dagalonian security staff. I don't know if he can still hear me, Kevin. Maybe something you should look into doing if, you ever, if we ever let you out of here. We, we'll put him in Colbert. I'll cook him live right in there. on Right in front of everybody. Right in front of Bret Hart. <laughs> Real Bret Hart. Of course, I, I'm, I'm so sad with myself that it took me this long to make Bret Hart into a Dagalon uh, caricature like celebrity. Of course. How did we miss this? Oh my god. Minus five. Now I'm worse than Ke Let Kevin out. I've had a change of heart. <laughs> Get it? Boop douche. Fucking rocked that joke. I've had a change of heart. <laughs> okay, shouldn't have said it twice. Ruined it. Shouldn't have said it twice. Secular 007. Moving on. Uh, man, I love Bret Hart. Christmas feeling like colonialism? Take made. That's a great idea. It's a great idea. Crisby says, thanks for being awesome, getting the frogs out of pot for half a decade. Cheers. <gasps> it has been almost that long. Almost five years. Or has it been five years of this? Half a decade I've been doing this? Oh, time flies when you're having fun. The last two years have felt like an eternity, man. 
Has anybody else experienced that? Has anybody else felt like the last two years feels like 10? I don't know if it's just because of so much is happening. So much more, so many, so much extraordinary, like unprecedented kind of not normal things have happened that has like raised our awareness. All so, so that that's what it is. Wow, I just I just remembered something. People should probably know. Uh, that's that's trauma. That's traumatizing. That is that is what happens uh, when guys have PTSD. And the reason that that happens is is the reason why if if you felt like the last couple of years has really re- gone, it's like way slower than it used to, is because you're in a heightened state of anxiety and stress, um, because you're perceiving that you're in an unstable, potentially dangerous situation, and living at that peak level of stress for a long time can make time seem like it's going by slower. Um, it also, I think, it's a way to like prime your your fight or flight response so that it's ready to jump into action at any time. So it's not like you're caught sleeping because your instincts are like, we're, we're not safe here in this forest or whatever. Like in the old days, you're out hunting and it's like something's wrong. This, uh, something's wrong. Why? What do you mean? I don't know. I hear weird noises or something. I think there's another tribe out here. You know, whatever it is, like, oh, fuck. And then you just kind of stay in that zone for a long time. If you're doing that in combat or, in the, you know, uh, an hour can feel like a fucking day. It's like, you know. Minutes feel like, literally feel like hours. It, it's very hard. It's not a fra- It's not like a turn of phrase. Like, well, the, no, it really does. It really does feel. I've had, I had like 10 minutes in a, in a gunfight once that felt like it was ridiculous. I was like, it, this, we, I feel like we've been here for an hour and it's like, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> you know? So uh, that's why that, ha- that's why everybody's like, why is time slowing down? Because you're being abused. Because you're, uh, you know, you're stressed out. You're very, very, you know. And some people uh, lately have said that feeling is starting to go away or has gone away because we've kind of, air quotes, returned to normal somewhat, sort of, right? So people are relaxing a little bit more. Anyway, just thought I just thought a lot of people out there should know you probably have sustained uh, mentally damaging effects of the last couple of years because if you feel like time has slowed down substantially and then it's better, you may have been traumatized on some level. <laughs> All right, and if that if you do feel, if you feel like that's true, here's what we're gonna do. You you stand up and you hold your hands out like this. You hold your arms out like that, and Bret Hart is gonna come give you a hug. And he's gonna take his his sunglasses off and he's gonna put them on your face. And he's gonna say, "You know why I had these? It's because I was so nervous and scared." I didn't want anybody to see it on my face, so I'd wear these sunglasses when I came out. Now you can have them. It's okay. That's a real story. That is actually the reason Bret Hart wore those glasses, those like pit, basically pit vipers, I may point out. What's old is new again, you know? Bret Hart's going to come give you a motivational speech. And not like he's like first he's like a he's like a spectral figure. He doesn't really walk across the room. He just kind of glides over. He just kind of floats over, and he's perpetually like 1997 Bret Hart. Nobody knows why. <laughs> and he just comes over and he motivates, and everything's gonna be okay. If at least for not forever, you know what I mean. But you'll go home that night feeling like I can I can do it. You know what I mean. Bret Hart believes in me. So that's what'll happen. If you feel any of those problems, just. Already, people are doing it already. Look at them all. Look at them all. I knew you'd be popular. Rapusal says, I love you, man. Jeremy, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I love, I love, ask, ask Bret Hart how much I love you. 
Fucking whole lot, buddy. A whole fucking lot, bud. <laughs> Bring it in. I think I missed this one. Cindy Lee says, hi, just got here. Sorry, what are we running from exactly? We're not. We're running headfirst into danger. Into the danger zone. Because we're fucking maniacs over here. We're fucking crazy. We're actually saying out loud things uh, people are too afraid to say. En masse. In full view of a federal government that clearly hates us and will imprison you, fuck with your life, uh, turn off your bank accounts and so on, if you go against it. So, you know, we're fucking riding the snake over here. We don't give a shit. <laughs> Secular007 says, you're talking about my work right now. I don't know. <laughs> People in chairs talking down, probably. I think that's what he probably meant. DJ Coggle, hey, Brother Horry. He says, I saw a video today that showed a pro-choice guy at a pro-life parade cussing out literally every person uh, that walked by and calling uh, every cop a pig. All I was thinking was those cops are the only thing stopping someone from shooting you in the head. That's true. That's true. I personally, because I am very dissatisfied with the current state of policing, to say the least. I say we meet them halfway in the middle. I say temporarily, temporarily we defund the police. And I'm talking fully. I mean no police. For a full year. And I'm I'm purging. I'm proposing a purge. I am proposing. Here are our terms. These are the terms. We propose a purge. The machinations and meddling of men have gone on for far too long. And our world has become sickened by it. It's poisoned and a symptom of its illness are everywhere. And the only way to heal this sick and dying world is to return it to its natural state where only the strong survive. Thus, I propose a purge. And let every man choose his own path. The scary thing is, that would probably work. (laughs) That would probably work. At the end of that, you'd be like, well, things are a lot different, but they're pretty straightened out. (laughs) I mean, there can only be one. You know what I mean? And natural law has decided this is the strongest way. (laughs) Well, let's see what happens. Hey, I mean, they're so convinced. You know what? That... that (laughs) Their very ideas and policies go against the laws of nature. They really don't like that natural law, which is kind of a lot of what, you know, a lot of this kind of stuff is is based in, where it's like, this is just common sense. This is naturally, obviously true. You know, like how there's only two genders, which is nature itself, natural law, the nature of the fucking world we live in. It's in it's in congruence with it. It's in the same, you know, vibrate We're we're on the same team because are we bigger than the fucking world we're in? Of course not. We have to go with it. Obviously. You can't go against the fabric of the fucking reality you live in. What are you, retarded? So, 
If we went to like just base reality with no not none of their shit flies. None of it does. None of it does. So I can understand why censoring and suppressing reality is very important because it completely dismantles everything about these people. Every last shred of them is destroyed in the great equalizer of nature. Natural law. <laughs> Woof, that would be something. We're doing the purge, everybody. We're going for it. Fuck it, I'll roll the dice. Listen, this is already hell. Half the people here are just half the people here are looking at made anyway. Let's just do it. Let's just purge. Let's just purge. And every, I guarantee you, at the end of the purge, most people that are st- still here are going to be happy. They're going to be like, "It's not perfect, but it's a lot better." So this is a lot better than than it was. I'm not going to lie. You know, that was a great idea. I mean, it was ugly, but I mean, fuck, it was. I think you got to you got to break some eggs one if you want to make an omelet. You know what I mean? So, you know, we'll make a monument or something. We'll move on, you know. I think we're good for another 100 years, 200 years maybe. Yeah? Yeah? Okay. (laughs) Alright, extremist terrorist streamer (laughs) proposes purge platform. Sources say Parliament is considering using the Emergencies Act. We at the the Public Safety Office of, of Canada think that that people, that people talking out there about about doing 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 scare, scary stuff is bad and scare and scare scares everybody in the in me. It scares it's scary. So we we're gonna send so tanks tanks are gonna come and and any, any safety safety back to you, Roddy. Back to you. Not sure that made a lot of sense, but I understand it seems the government is very upset, seems very threatened by people saying words on the internet, and is sending the army. I think they're sending, he did say something about tanks. He did say something about tanks, but then he suddenly collapsed. We're not quite sure what's going on over there. So we'll wait and get an update from Kevin at his new job over there (laughs) in the standoff between the army, what's left of it, all fucking... Boys, how are you doing in there? Are you serious right now? I know what's going. People tell me shit. Morale. I mean, look around. Are you fucking serious? Do I have to say it out loud? Are you really going to pretend that you don't know exactly what I'm talking? Boys, look me in the eye. The real eye. And tell me you don't see, like, desolation. Ruin. Abstract ruinous like wow you this is like seeing your hero this is like except it's no coming back it's like thor you know that avengers movie that he's all fat and disgusting you're like oh like it's not good shit is not not tight you know what i mean it's gonna be fine somehow because reasons oh man i don't i don't know what to get in there's so much man i've just been screwing around and Yelling about Kevin this whole time. Oh, we're still early. I thought I was... Time has slowed down. I must be in danger. I don't know what happened. I don't know why I thought it was later than it was, but... It does seem slower. I mean, it says it's only been an hour and seven 
I could have swore it over two, two and a half hours. Are we in, Phil, are we in danger again? What do you mean? The year is, the year is, is 1999, Phil. There's no, I don't want to look, I don't want to look outside. I, I, fine, okay, open a window. I don't care, I don't. It's, it's not funny. Turn it. This is a this is a joke. This is a set. This is you. You did this to fuck with me. It's not. It's not real. Phil, it's not real. It's 1999. Hey, what is? What is that? Who is that? I'm gonna call the president. I. Oh my. I wanna go home, Phil. Give me the gun. Give me the gun, Phil. It's good. It's good. What I'm saying is, current times. <laughs> I mean, the contemporary age is just the best, isn't it? Oh, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? <laughs> Have fun getting pussy every night. Not bad. That's not bad. That's not a bad way to go. It's a pretty good way to live, actually, when you think about it. What did you do with your life? I had a fucking great time every day. What? I had a great time every day. That's impossible. No, I did it. You're cheating. Nope. That's how you win. That's how you win. That's how you win. That's all anybody wants is to, is to like, yay, I'm alive. This rules. You know what I mean? Everybody wants that feeling all the time. And they're trying to take it away from you, and they fucking murder. They hate it. They hate happy people. I swear to God, it like triggers. It triggers the infection of the demonic forces of evil that have that have consumed. Like they're in. You can see it beating under their shirts. You're like, oh god. There's some kind of Babylonian death god. It like Ghostbusters. Zool is occupying this other this woman in line behind you. You're like, oh. You're fucking racist! Oh, Jesus Christ. You know. <laughs> we need to go back. We need to go back to the 90s. I think so. I think so. I gotta read through the rest of these and get going. Uh, there's so much, and then, I wanna, then I'm gonna talk to some of you guys, and that's gonna be a disaster. Zoom. Ah! <laughs> Kevin! Calvin goes! I, no, now Kevin reminds me of Lewis. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's Kevin. For future reference. And I very rarely call back to these odd, bizarre, fucking weird things I think up. So people in the future are like, what is he talking about? Only certain other people understand. That's what I said by, you know, you can't, you're not allowed to leave or it doesn't make sense. So those are then, anyway. Kevin's basically Lewis from the Ghostbusters. He's like their lawyer and he's terrible. Uh, Your Honor, I, I don't think it's fair to call my clients frauds. I mean, <laughs> I turned into a dog one time and they helped me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Lewis. Short but pointless. Total dweeb, total idiot. Uh, Short and Long says, why don't the Royal Canadian Aircraft... Royal Can oh my lord, I read to that. Royal Canadian Air Force aircraft never crash carrying politicians. Because they're reptiles. 
That they're dragon people. They can fly. They levitate around. That's why. Listen, I know you're. You're like, oh, they're always flying around in these jets. They're doing so much pollution. They're not polluting anything. They can fly and they just whoop and they go away. It's pretend. It's just pretend jet exhaust. You idiot. They would never hypocritically tell you to drive an electric car where it gets to be minus 50 routinely and the batteries don't even work while they casually jet around the world having parties. That would be a huge dick move. That would be a huge dick move, bro. That would be a Kevin move, bro. Kevin would do something like that. You want us to be, you want us to be like Kevin? No. We're not trying to, you know, so we're hot, dis- disguising it so you guys don't realize that we have superpowers and we're way better than you. It's just rude, right? We care about your perception of yourselves in this world, so we're hiding the fact that we're actually not super massive giant dick move hypocrites because otherwise. <laughs> Have I confused you enough that you feel better about the, you know, you came in here very suspicious of me, you know, one of the world global leaders who's a total piece of shit, and I just talk, you're just like, I don't know, I think maybe, and then you leave. That's how it works. They just go right inside your head and make scrambled eggs. They take a piss right on the floor and walk away, and you're like, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, Sergeant Rock, someone should tell Putin Davos is 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 in Ukraine. Is it really? Maybe he would do a favor, world of favor, and bomb the place. That would be crazy. That'd be the craziest move if that happened. Could you imagine waking up in the world tomorrow, and Putin is like de facto leader of Earth? He's like people of people of world. Um. <laughs> That would be fucked. It seems like something like that couldn't happen. But every that's the scary fucking crazy thing about history, guys, is like long stretches of time go by, like decades, 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 and then, ah, something fucked happens. Like out of left field, nobody saw coming from a mile away. And then changes the whole world, and then decades and decades and decades go by. I feel like we're due. Like, everything was, there was no 9-11, and then there was 9-11. Do you know what I mean? That was, like, 20-some years ago. Like, people don't understand that that weren't alive or run out of that time, man. It was, it's, it completely rearranged the world. It's fucking crazy how much it did. So, you know, maybe we just, I mean, I'm not hoping for it or anything. Just part of me wants to imagine Maybe what it would be like if... People of world! Do not be alarmed! Or you will be shot! Glorious leader of... Planet of Soviet Socialist Republic! Hey! How lit is that? Hey, come on now, that's pretty cool! We pulled a fast one! Haha! <laughs> we pulled it on you! Oh, she cannot beat the whole world! Unless Russia trick world! And make them think Russia so stupid and so weak! Would not dare! To launch! Massive nuclear strike as every little big head, big shot leader person all running and laughing, ha ha ha, with their Epsteins and their Maxwells. 
and the other other gross shit they're doing. Hundreds in one place. Hundreds. Are you kidding? I said, Igor, are you seeing this? And he was like, Da, I am seeing this. Are we seeing what I am seeing? And he was like, Da, we are seeing it. Hello, boss man. I think all of bad guys are in same place. Davai. Launch missiles. This is crazy. Are we really going to end like this? Holy shit! Holy fucking shit balls! Stuka! Totally at work! All dead! All Western leadership destroyed! One fell swoop, you have done it! So basically that's what happened. Um you know don't put eggs in the basket and leave on doorstep for uh, Vladimir to step on. Crush all eggs at once. Old Russian saying. This is old Russian proverb. If you leave all eggs in the egg carrying basket case, Putin, he, he can step on your eggs. Uh-oh. And then you have no more eggs. We are now your rulers, you are my subjects. Anyone steps out of line, we will destroy you. Carry on. <laughs> I'm insane. Nukes the entire... <laughs> wow, no one saw that coming. Uh, 390 uh, of, of the world's most powerful people in the Western world were vaporized today, as were millions of other people, in a massive Russian nuclear strike which has decapitated the entire command structure of the planet in, in one strike. It's really uh, absolutely in- tremendous. No one knows what's going to happen next. Do you think maybe it was stupid to put them all in one place like that? Well, they must feel pretty safe doing it for some reason. Because one would believe that would be incredibly stupid to put the entire world's power structure just kilometers away from a country it's currently at war with who also has a lot of nuclear weapons. Perhaps they could pull it off. I don't know. Yeah, there's retaliation strikes. That's why nukes fly, everybody dies. That's pretty much it. Um, however, that is... What does that say about the state of that war? We're going to put them all hundreds of kilometers away from the Russian army. Like... Switzerland, Italy, Spain, like all the place, literally anywhere you want in the world. And you're like, I think I want to be within range of weapons of the enemy. I think I want to have my conference mm, within range of Russian bombers. That seems dumb to me. Ah, I have a couple boosters, so I don't know. I'm making all kinds of crazy decisions now. Are you okay? I don't feel healthy, no. This is good. We're a dread. This is a long, this is going to be a long night. Oof, is that it? It's only been 10 minutes. You see what I'm saying? Oh, my God. All right, let's try. I'm going to keep trying. What are you guys laughing at over there?
They're all laughing in there. Who laughing? Who's laughing at me? I'm gonna ban someone for life. Who's okay? All right. All right. <laughs> I also have to be super paranoid and jealous. <laughs> Kill them all! No, I can trust no one. They're after my gold. Supreme Dictator. Uh, Littlefoot says, have you seen APEC CEO Summit 2022 logo? Worth the look, they hide it a bit better than the 2023 logo. I haven't. I don't even want to know. Secular007 says, is Kevin pissing you off? Give him aid. No, we lo- Kevin's like, he's Kevin. You know what I mean? You ever have one of those friends where you're like, you know? That's pretty- and like, well, what do we do with him? Uh, it's Kevin, man. You know? What are you going to do? Uh, Second Row 7, he says, but it's the best shit ever. Uh, love watching your stuff. Thank you. I just appreciate it. Chet Chisholm, this is a donation and appreciation of the excellency delivered. Uh, thank you. <laughs> woo. The excellently delivered woo. Woo. When was that? I don't even remember. I'll have to watch this back. I did woo about something. Woo. I don't know. Was I Ric Flair? I don't think I was Ric Flair. I was Bret Hart for a minute. <laughs> These streams are retarded, man. Everything everything made sense when Bret Hart was on TV, you know? Everything. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so deep in my childhood. It's like every time I heard that song, it was it was tuned. It's like stuck in your brain that it's like whatever you're watching. Because he was my favorite wrestler for a while as a kid. It's like whatever's happening, it just got better, you know? I heard the song. The, the song came out. Everything's better now. You know, <laughs> he just has a magic effect now. So he just walks around playing that song everywhere, and everyone's like, "I'm in a great mood." All of a sudden, <laughs> the power of the Bret Hart theme song cannot be overstated. Mr. Chow says, "One of my best friends' name is Kevin." <sighs> my sympathies, Mr. Chow. He says, "During the summer, he'd sometimes watch the stream with me. Sometimes, just sometimes, huh?" That's Kevin for you. That's a typical Kevin. He says, I'm sent I'm sending this stream to him tomorrow when, when it gets posted. The punk bitch should have been watching you anyways. Well, we already I mean I went into this in, a lot in depth. We we know it's Kevin. Right? I mean you don't just you can send it to him if you want, but and he's gonna see it anyway, but it's like and he knows it too. He knows he can fuck around because he's like, they're just gonna roll their eyes and be like, fucking Kevin. Nothing's gonna happen. It's it's the friendship zone stalemate. You know what I mean? Like no one can. It's like fuck. I guess I think we're stuck with each other. You know? <laughs> stupid. So stupid. All of this is so stupid. Uh, <laughs> but I look outside. Is it any stupider than what's happening in actual life? No, it isn't. It's less stupid. It's probably why it's popular. <laughs> Big Ant, how are you? She says, a shout out to Ben if you're listening. Fuck you, Ben! Can't wait to hate you tomorrow. Game on, boo. Oh, I don't know who Ben is, but he's incurred the wrath of Big Ant, which is never good. Uh, Poo Putt Platter says, uh, hashtag defund the police. We're just doing a purge. Just a quick purge. Not forever. We'll keep paying them. They just have to stay home and not do anything. Not lifted. No duties as a police officer at all. Just you're just a regular person on vacation. Go. All right. Don't even you know. Nope. And you don't know each other. You can't because that's cheating. You have a built-in gang. 
That's well. I mean, maybe that's you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it's fine. Two year, one or two years. We'll see how it's going. And everybody comes back, and we'll just. It's just, guys. It's one purge. Big deal. Big deal. We've already had so many purges. Genghis Khan got to have like seventeen purges. Seventeen purges he got to have. I can't have one. I can't have one purge. Stalin got like four or five purges. I'm not even worth that to you. Stalin got to have like five purges and I don't and he sucked and I don't even get to get one. No, I'm having a purge. At least one. <laughs> Everyone you know what to do. <laughs> Oh, Secular07 again says, if we're doing a purge, Philip needs to be back from his talks with the dinosaur drug lords. Who are they? Who are the dinosaur drug lords? You haven't told me about them, Phil. This is a new ele- a new gang, a new variable. I haven't. You need to keep me abreast of connections we make with powerful drug lords, especially anything related to dinosaur drug lords. That sounds like, that sounds like a bad s- Spanish translation. Dinosaur drug, you know what I mean? Where it's like, that's the English version of a super scary sounding Spanish name. And this is like some super incredibly powerful faction of drug lords from Belize or something. You know? If you're doing that behind my back, I need to know about this shit, dude. You can't, you can't keep doing this. You can't. David, six, who is 16, again, likes to have uh, 69s, four ways, wife swaps maybe. I don't know what he's into. I don't know what he's into, but his name, David6969, implies... He's down for some. He's down for something. He's down for something. No grown man types sixty nine, and doesn't know what it means. Not one. Not one. So you've chosen it on purpose, and then he typed it twice. He typed it twice. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. So anyway, if you're near Daniel or David, so oh Jesus Christ, David, David, totally wrong. Totally wrong. David six nine six nine. Um, he might be. If you're into some weird stuff, he may be also. Maybe you guys should talk. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't. But hey, you know, life is a highway. You can... 69 all night long. <laughs> I recently got a uh, message from YouTube. I posted on my Telegram channel. Where it said, This content is not suitable for people under the age of 18. And I was like, Yeah, I know. It, duh. <laughs> Are you kidding? I can't believe this is on the internet. Like, I'm really t- walking the line here some of the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Duh. Fucking duh, obviously. Uh, this is not good for 12-year-olds to watch. No, I know. Duh. That's your problem. That sounds like a you problem. I'm not responsible for parenting other p- unknown, anonymous eyeballs of children. I have no way to even. What are you talking about? This, this content is not suitable for viewers under the age of... Yes, we know. But you know what that does? Makes it cool. You know why? Everyone my age remembers good TV, like when the good shit was coming on at night. You're sitting around and you're like, man, watching... T-. And then one of, your, one of the good shows is coming on. Screen goes black first. The following content may contain scenes of graphic violence, coarse language, sexual nudity, smoking, drug use. Viewer discretion is strongly advised. And you're like, here we fucking go. And then the Sopranos fucking theme song kicks off. You know what I mean? 
That was when you're like, I'm about to watch- the good shit's coming on now. Fuck yeah, I love this show. Every good show in the world is preceded by, Hey, just so you know, this shit is not for kids at all. At all. Every one of them ever. Best fucking opener ever. Cool- oh, fuck, I love that show. Oh my god, was The Sopranos amazing. Wasn't it? Especially compared to- we had no idea how good we had it. The shit that's on TV now. There's one decent show, everyone tells everyone about it because they're so rare. They're so rare. Back then, we're just falling over ass backwards into masterpieces being like, eh, it was alright. We didn't know what we had. I woke up this morning depressed. <laughs> because I live in the future and not the past. David69. You see what you did? You see what you did to me? I didn't even get into his message yet. We'll get there. I know. I'm, I'm really dragging. This is going nowhere good. I don't know. This is a mess. This is probably the brain damage talking. He says, finally, let's hear what let's hear what Mr. Sex Machine has to say. A friend of mine is a corporal and he was put in charge of an entire company of troops in Beefford. <laughs> no! Yes! That's awesome! That's hilarious! Dude, that's so funny! That's so fucking funny to me! That is so bad! That is comically insane! Just for the- just for the reference of the audience of- <laughs> Understand how fucking catastrophic- The- the state of the Canadian army is such that it could- it could collapse under itself at any time. That is not an exaggeration or joke. I've been talking about this for years now. I've been watching it happen in real time and commenting on it. And then, you know, my detractors are like, oh, absolutely. He's ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah, keep wait. Keep watching, buddy. Keep fucking watching. Everything I said that was going to happen came true. I'm, I'm using that right now. I'm pulling it out. Just like I said. I'm doing it. A corporal is, is not a big deal. There is a lot of those. A lot. In fact, most of the entire fucking military, as a matter of fact, are corporals. And how Canada works. Who are basically trustworthy, basic soldiers. Versus the privates, who are like, they're still too new. I mean, they, they burn themselves on hot water. Like, they're like, yeah... Just by nature of being in the military, it's, it's an inherently dangerous place. They literally need to be babysat all the time. You cannot leave a bunch of privates to their own devices. Someone will die. There's machine guns and bombs laying around. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't, you, you can't, and they're drinking, they have too much money, it's for, oh, it's horrible. And they're 18, 19. So imagine, those of you that weren't in the military, oh, I wonder what it would have been like. Imagine college, imagine university, uh, except no women, hardly any women at all. And instead of books and, and classes, it's like guns and grenades and other men fighting. So you can you can see how you're like, abs yeah, they they need they need to be they need to be monitored. All right. So that's most of the army is the privates, and then you have the corporals, and then you have the, the master corporals who are like, oh, everybody shut the fuck up, you fucking idiots! You know they have to. It's the worst job in the army. You have to you have to watch all these retards. And it's ridiculous. And then there's the sergeant who's like technically in charge, but he's more like a CEO. He just kind of like does the book work and he's like, have the, have the idiots gone to bed? And you're like, yes. And he's like, good. You may, you may go home tonight. 
Like, fuck. And then you, and you're just like, that guy hasn't lifted a fit. Like, he hasn't done PT in six months, and he's probably some. <laughs> <you know. laughs> the fact a corporal is in charge of a company, which is 150-ish guys, is insanity. That is like showing up to, uh, that's like sh- showing up to a fucking car factory and the janitor's in charge. You're like, what, what is, what is going on? He's like, I, I just, I'm trying to keep the machines running, but I mean, I don't, I, I don't really know how any of this works. So I'm just, I'm totally winging it right now. That seems dangerous. Oh, totally, bro. Totally. It's, it's usually a captain, an officer a university educated and, you know, the training standards for office, especially the infantry, are much more difficult than just basic training of regular soul. Like, if you're going to be in charge of them, they beat the shit out of you a little, pretty, decent, little decently, you know? And that's a junior. So he's even, as an officer, has some time under his belt and is given, all right, you can, we trust you with 150 guys, you know? About that. Or, and that's bare minimum. Oftentimes, it's usually a major Usually, it should be a fucking major who is, like, a seasoned officer. This guy's been at it a while. Probably 10 years at least. At least. So you should have a 10-year career officer. So, you know what I'm saying? Job requirements, resume, the, the, the skill set required, the managerial skill. Like, you're managing hundred the lives of 150 fucking people. So you've got some shit to do. And that's like, oh, you know, Jeff can do it. And he's like, what? I've only been here three years. What do you mean? I, listen, I come here, I drive to work, I do PT, you know, I do some gun classes, and then I go home, I play Xbox. I mean, you want me to do what? What is going on? <laughs> That's who you have running the army, apparently, now. That's who the char- who's in charge of a whole company. It's hilarious. Should be at least a captain. So it's like, how's Canada's army doing? Oh, it's doing fucking amazing, dude. The army's doing amazing. It's doing fucking aces, bro. We're, our troops are, this is how you spin it, all right? Army, I just, I know you guys are watching. I just, just spin it like this. We're doing so fucking good right now. We are so, our troops are so badass that you could be a corporal and run a whole company. Hey, he's not wrong. That is what's happening. If you choose to see it that way. If you choose to warp your view of reality in that way, yes, that suppo- that is technically correct. Yeah, see? Nothing to worry about. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Nothing. Everything is just fine. The real Bret Hart of Dagalon is back, and he says put- he has put Kevin in a sharpshooter. Oh, my God. God Almighty. He's going to break his back, Bret. It's Kevin! Don't do it, Brett! Why? Why, Bret Hart? Why? God damn it! We're going, we're bringing wrestling back. Filthy Weasel says it's not much, but at least if I send this your way, it's less that sock boy can take from me in taxes to send to Ukraine. Seeing as the purse strings from the United States are closed up, looks like Canada's going to pick up the slack. Oh, yes, we are, Mr. Weasel. We can't wait to bankrupt ourselves. For another country that has nothing to do with this and no one cares and no one could even find a city or town or river on a map if their lives are bad. If you put a gun to their head, put them in the squid game. You know what I mean? You have one minute to name at least five famous... It doesn't even matter. 
five U- names of Ukrainian cities, rivers, or forests. Go. We will shoot you in the face if you can't do this. Because we came from the future to do this to you because you bankrupted our entire nation over a place that you can't even describe the names of where it is. Do you even know where it is? How about this? How about this, idiot? Here's a map. Point to it. Show me where it is on a map. Can you do that? No? Time's up. Time's up. Kill him. <laughs> we need we need Slava Ukraine. I care so much. I care so much about Ukraine. Why? I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. I think it's because I feel shame if I don't. I feel like I'll be guilted and shamed if I don't Slava Ukraine. If I don't slava Ukraine, Slava Kevin, no! Bret Hart, just keep him in that sharpshooter until he learns. We're going to make a man out of you yet, Kevin. It's because if you don't slava Ukraine, then people will go, boo, you horrible, how can you, oh, awful. So I slava Ukraine. Because otherwise I'll be guilted and shamed. And, you know, as we've already established, that is, that is, that's worse. That's the worst thing in the world. The scenario where secret Soviet Union that played the long game to a perfect execution and decapitated all world leadership in one fell swoop became global government just to avenge the wrongs of the Soviet Union Cold War with the United States, you know, because Putin is, you know, <laughs> that reality is, is preferable. It's preferable to this one. <laughs> oh, boy. Mr. Chow says he worked at an oil plant years ago, and whenever crew in sight morale was seemingly up, the oil company would come in and crush it. We would say that the uh, the smile meter got too high. Feels similar, feel similar to our overlords. Yes, it does feel that way. No fun allowed. Laughter is is the t- we must destroy it. If they're laughing, that means they still have taxes. They can we can get from them. They must have something we can take. Otherwise, why are they so happy? Why are those peasants so happy, Philip? Investigate their bank account situation. Seem like they're hiding something. Pilot Mike says the government of Canada recommends made for Kevin. Why does everybody hate Kevin so much? I tried to redeem Kevin. Kevin is in a sharpshooter right now. How dare you? How can you even say something like that, Pilot Mike? Kevin Spend all your time Kevin's in a sharpshooter right now. Do you even know what that means? And you're talking about This is like a biblical biblical sacrifice Kevin is making. You understand? This is disgusting. And it's hard at the end. I just feel so bad for Kevin. Need some distraction. The only thing that can save him is donations. For just $5.99, even you can send a super chat. And nine cents out of every $5.99 goes towards 
a company that's going to pretend to care about Kevin. Kevin will have a second chance at never being put in a sharpshooter again. And you can do that for him. Please call. Call now. Call now and save Kevin. Save Kevin. Save Kevin. Save Kevin from Pilot Mike's murderous rampage! How dare you! You're out of control, Pilot Mike. The Carpenter Chris says, I stand with Kevin. Listen, no more of this Kevin talk. There will be no more Kevin talk tonight. We're going to move on. we got shit to do. Pilot Mike. Poor Kevin, you know? <laughs> this is so stupid. Where are we? Oh, this has already come up, so I'm going to get into this. Where is this guy? Come here. Come here, you. Here we go. This is a fun story. Well, as, this, as I was alluding to, this guy, it turns out, is a police officer from the, the church of the prime minister's name. I'm not allowed to probably... I'm just playing it safe. You know, there's no reason to tempt fate. BC Bounty's anti-redacted website raises concerns about discriminatory views within the RCMP. The police officer's satirical website pokes fun at, at the prime minister. LGBTQ plus... What does the plus mean? Issues and immigration policy. His website is causing waves in a small West Kootenai community. It's, it's causing waves, bro, and raising concerns about political bias among the ranks of the RCMP. Well, that's just curious. That's just curious, and I, I just want to stop you for a second, RCMP. All of Canada, really, really, needs to sit down and look at this and just simply acknowledge, let's just be honest, let's just be honest for just a moment and just please acknowledge that this is, a we, we are in a police uh, state now. We have a Stasi. We have a, poli- we have a political police. The RCMP are political police. They are here to enforce the political agenda of their, of their political masters. That is what they're doing. That's not what they're supposed to do. That is not at all what they're supposed to That's very, very, very bad. That's what happens in totalitarian states. But that is what we have. And it's it's the hypocrisy is is on the whole it's right in your face. So obviously this guy's, you know, life is he's going he's gonna lose his job. He never said he was he was just doing this on his own. Doing his own thing, not as a member of the RCMP, not with nothing. No one knew he was... And then somebody found out, and because of who he was criticizing and what he was criticizing, now you know what's going to happen to him. If he was there making fun of the convoy people or, you know, talking about getting boosters every day and all this kind of shit, I have a feeling he may have slipped under the radar in such a sense. I have a feeling. But because his political ideas and the things that he's expressing, his values... Um, these are wrong. These are wrong. And the police of this nation have taken sides in a political debate, in a political issue. Um, basically, self itself admits it. He pokes, why mention it? He pokes funds at LGBT plus issues and immigration policy. Well, that's interesting um, because the RCMP have the, the uh, the pride flag logo on on their cars sometimes. There's like gay RCMP cars and stuff. Remember those? And they put up the the pride flag. 
at the RCMP stations and stuff, and they're doing it on military bases and all this kind of stuff too. Um, I've seen the trans flag uh, hoisted at a military base. I think was that was that was that the one in Nova Scotia, and so on. And they march in the parades and all this kind of stuff, which you could say is a politically sensitive issue. So, if it's not political, why are you punishing him for it? Because the problem, the, the thing here is, you're not supposed, as it, I, I am pretty sure, I'm pretty sure the same rules apply under the RCMP as they do in the military. You're not supposed to have an outward, like, political, like, as an employee of the federal government, you're not, you're not supposed to uh, go out and, and be pushing any, anything like that. You're supposed to just... Keep it to yourself, you know? So I understand that. I understand how they can be like, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, probably not, but, it, you know. But because you're doing it, that means what he was doing must be political. So <laughs> you can see how I'm confused, you know? It's not like, no, this is this is just the way. This is all the right way, and what you think and believe is the wrong way. And the police are going to take care of that now. Hmm. It's really I don't know. I don't know. It seems it seems mighty hypocritical of me. You know, doesn't that matter is under review. Oh my lord, he pokes fun at things. The mayor is taking it very seriously. They talk about how can you <laughs> This is really funny too. This is really funny. Uh in four videos the CBC has obtained uh, Lord, I suppose is the guy's name, plays the role of a character he calls Father B and professes to be the high prophet of the church of the prime minister. It's the last name. As he explains what the website is about, stating, our religion teaches the importance of socialism, of canceling everyone that offends you, and being woke and highly emotional. So he's doing a, basically a satirical poking fun uh, take at the, uh, you know, at the communists, as many people uh, enjoy doing. YouTube channel associated with the site was scrubbed of content in December. One stated, our goal is to convert sinful conservatives who belong to a French minority with unacceptable views into entitled socialist liberals just like us. Terrifying. Lord does not mention his job as a Mountie on the website or in the videos. Well, no. Uh, kind of ballsy of him to do it anyway, though, knowing that he could be caught and, you know, I'm pretty sure. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're not allowed to be, be doing this kind of stuff, which is why they would have been in trouble. He dressed in multiple costumes sarcastically? Terrifying. Praising the prime minister and government funding announcements for a, a First Nation community and the LGBT community. Oh, my God, he's, he's poking fun at things? This is terrifying. The mayor's taking it very seriously that, that a police officer should be poking fun at someone. That, I mean, this is just insane. This is insane. He says it's definitely not anything a community wants. He says the RCMP should be investigating this as a code of conduct breach for this particular member. When you're a public servant, especially with the RCMP, where you've taken that oath of service to Canada and you make those satirical videos, uh, you have the memes of this particular character trying to be funny, I find it very disturbing. Why do you find it so disturbing? You find it disturbing because he's a police officer and that a police officer finds you ridiculous and makes fun of you, the things that you believe, you find that very scary. You're scared of that. Prop you don't like that. So something needs to be done about that. That's. Let's just be honest about what this is. This would make sense if he's like, oh my God, he's making videos about teaching people how to make you know 3D printed guns in their house. I'm like, yeah, that's, you know, 
So police that are committing crimes, that would have a severe impact on the public trust. More on that in a minute. Public trust is essential, says the RCMP spokesman hypocrite, which is amazing. In a web statement, RCMP spokesman Sergeant uh, Chris Man- Mans, Mans, who cares, said the police force is assessing the website and the videos, calling it a fluid situation. Public trust is essential for the RCMP to effectively serve and protect Canadians. Amazing. Public trust. So the public don't trust him. They don't trust this cop. This guy's not trustworthy as a police officer because he made jokes against the things you believe in. But who is trustworthy as a police officer are the ones covering up mass murders in Nova Scotia. The ones that were involved with the Robert Pickton nonsense and all of that. The ones that trampled people with fucking horses on television. Beat them with guns and all of... Oh, yeah. They're super trustworthy. We can trust them. That's... No, this guy over here, though, has got jokes. Oh, oh, holy shit. Call a SWAT team, you guys. Unbelievable. No, but but again, remember, at the end of the day, they're not political police. They're just doing their jobs. They're fair and impartial, neutral observers that are simply enforcing the law. That's all it is. That's all it is. Holy mother of God. Carpenter Chris says, I stand with Kevin. That's a huge mistake. You should, well, or do you? Arms of the angel, Kevin. I, he's redeemed himself. I think Brett's let him out of the sharpshooter. DJ Cogdell says, listening to you think, uh, th- talk about the viewer discretion as advice warning reminded me of when the parental advisory sticker on CDs when I first started getting into metal. Right? It makes it cool. You're like, fuck yeah. This is grown-up shit. <laughs> you know? It, you knew it was going to be a new level of intensity, right? You're like, I'm ready. Let's go. You know, we're going to we're going to put a disclaimer, an age disclaimer on your website. I'm like, please do. Please do. Yes, please do. Sergeant Rock uh, says, maybe miss that's a ham sandwich in my pocket. will offer some pre-programming to think more like a jackboot brown shirt of the government. Maybe they will. Maybe she will. She is a hero. She is an absolute hero and gem, a warrior queen, really, uh, to save us all, to keep us all very, very safe and secure. <laughs> What a fucking what a nightmare. Okay. Where do we what else? Uh we already talked about this. I don't you know really want to get into too much of this. I want to I got a little bit of time. This is I think who's really the real power play because I mean this is the person that's been called for the direct in person meetings, you know. Frequently. This is the person that's meeting with uh Interesting cats, we'll say. And uh, the global organization is, is 20... Oh, no, yeah, of course. Somebody say it was... Well, yeah, of course. It's not Ukraine. That would be nuts. But if it was... I mean, Russia can nuke Switzerland. It's worth it. I think it's worth it for Russia to nuke Switzerland. To <laughs> If I wanted to take out all my enemies at once, I'd be like, sorry, Switzerland, luck of the draw, but they're in range. Let her rip. Green light. I'm ending this today. This ends by lunchtime. At 2 o'clock, I'm smoking a stogie, and I'm watching the Netflix documentary be made about how I took over the fucking world in 20 minutes. Let's go. <laughs> She's attended Davos several times and sits on the WF's board of trustees. Oh, good. The deputy prime minister and financial... I think she's still the financial minister. Good. What could go wrong? There's no reason to know that. Reasons why I think things are bullshit. When something is really pushed on you, and this is something when you guys, uh, I'm going to do the call-ins probably in about 30 minutes. And heads up, round that. Right about 30 minutes, 20, 20 minutes maybe, 20, 23 minutes. And I, I want to talk, I want to ask about 
tell me about a time, and you know, some people are probably going to say, Ian. and I don't, if you want to, you know, if you have something you want to say about it. But I think it's very important to recognize this, you know, jokes aside of two hours of a, of a man having a mental breakdown. Somebody's like, is he going to say anything about it? Is this just going to be, yep, sometimes it's, hey, sometimes it be like that. You're gonna you're gonna have to deal with it, and if your name's Kevin, I don't even give a fuck if you can't. <laughs> when I feel like something's bullshit, it's um, oftentimes it's 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 being guilted on you, like you have to accept this, or you're bad. That's an odd way to sell something to someone. And that's the primary way that this this machine sells everything to everybody. All, all of this kind of harmful, very destructive, toxic, anti, anti-human ideology and policies is crazy. I mean, and it's amazing how effective it is. It's interesting that they choose this method to convince, you know, people in the public that they have to do something. They have to comply with the, um, the, the uh, where's the climate nonsense? Like this kind of nonsense, right? BC University holds climate change anxiety seminars for students. So the very act of opposing this makes you to be perceived as someone that essentially doesn't care about people's anxiety. You're a bad person. How could you? What's wrong with you? This is a real thing and people are scared and you're like making fun of them and all. Oh my God. You're, boo. That's, that's, that's the strategy that they use with everything. Instead of you know, selling you on the idea and what you stand to gain from it. What, Why this is in your best interests. Here's what we got to do, and here's why you're going to want to do this. That's never the case. Hey, guys, here's why we got to do this wild and wild and crazy thing. I, I know it's... Uh, hear me out, though. Listen. listen let, me, let me explain this to you. No one does that. It's just, this is just happening now. It's just with no vote, no discussion, no quorum, no national conversation. We're just going to start doing things without anyone's idea at all. It's just going to happen without anyone suspecting a thing. And then when people go, wait, 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 what's going on here? What happened to my factory? What is this? And they're going to go, I right, listen, there's been some changes. <laughs> That's just the policy now. And if you have a problem with this, I think you might be a racist. I think you might be a, a bigot. You might be a misogynist. You might be a sexist. You might be all kinds of things. We're gonna and we'll call you those things in public. We'll 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 take your job. We'll do all that stuff. So listen, this is what we're doing now. And if you have a problem with that, hey, you want to be on TV for all the wrong reasons? Because we can do that. Do you want people to shame you and guilt you and 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 do these humiliation rituals and plaster your name on the news? We'll we'll do it to you. No? Well, then you'd better get in line. You better fall. You better do it. You do what you're told. That's like intimidation. People are selling things by intimidation, and why? And why? Why would they do something like that? Oftentimes, because it's bullshit, and that's the only way it would work. Because if you tried to say, "Well, let's argue the merits. Let's look at this, the actual science, the debt. Let's have a conversation about this, and and, and get to the root of, uh, of of what this can do. You know, pros and cons. Nope, nope. You know why that's not allowed? Because they will lose. Because it's horseshit. Because something like this—that they're so content, they're so. Oh my goodness, it's such an important idea. The make the people that made puberty blockers also funded the original study that led to gender affirming care for minors. The th- the very thing that the so called science that we're trusting uh, was was based upon 
to make all this happen, to say, hey, we got to do this to kids. We got to tell them that you're a girl now and you chop, chop and take you the dry. Oh, hey, is your lo- we got to give her testosterone and all that. We got to, yeah, we got to do it all. Oh, because of this study. Yeah? Who paid for the study? Oh, the people that are selling you the solutions paid for the study. They, they paid for it. They, yeah. Yeah, the things we tell you to, to do to fix your problem, they, they paid for that. And they're also selling you the product. Well, gee willikers, Billy. That sounds like some kind of scam to me. <laughs> every time. Every time. And they just don't want to look at it. And I know they watch this. All these left-wing nut jobs, like because they're obsessed with me. It's like that's just that's just not true. It is true that this is what happened. There's no way you. This is unassailable logic. This is bare bones, obvious. You know, old style grandpa. Like duh, duh, you got ripped off, son. Duh. Maper, maker of puberty blockers funded original study that led to gender affirming care for minors. Dutch investigative report has revealed that the 2006 study, upon which the entire Medical experiment of child sex changes is based on was funded by the people that make the drugs to sell you. The NRC article published December 31st takes aim at the treatment approach known as the Dutch protocol, which involves blocking the puberty of adolescents who suffer from gender dysphoria and forms the basis of gender affirming care model adopted by pediatric gender clinics all over the world. Do this before I don't stop receiving gums. No, stop. It started sending me an advertisement and I didn't want it. <laughs> the Dutch protocol was result was the result of a deeply flawed 06 study which has now been revealed was funded by Faring Pharmaceuticals, the company that markets the drug Treptorolin as a puberty blocker. Mm-hmm. But according to investigative journalist Jan Kutenbrua and media sociologist Peter Vosteman, Authors of the NRC article, The Scientific Underpinnings of the Dutch Protocol, turn out to be pretty shaky. Ima- oh, my goodness. Imagine businessmen doing something like that. You know what another thing businessmen like to do, I've noticed in my lifetime, is create a crisis. Like, sometimes they like to slam airplanes into buildings where you live. And then go, ooh, that's just bad, guys. We Listen, we got to get them, you guys. Oh, are you scared? I'm, I'm scared. Hey, you know what the solution is? Uh, making me a ton of money is the solution, the thing I just did. Just It's just a coincidence. Totally just a coincidence that the thing I frightened you into, it just the solution to that also is extremely beneficial to me. That's an inc- a huge coincidence, but hey, I'm a lucky guy. That's why I'm a billionaire. You know what I mean? I think it makes sense. It makes total sense to me. Is everything a sham? Is everything a lie? Uh, Sergeant Rock says, uh, no, I read that one already. Thank you, sir. Oops. It was a false notification. I left the screen for nothing. Fairy Vince says, no one is more evil than the Dutch. The Dutch. They have a reputation for a reason. When you're that much bigger than everyone all the time, I mean, there's just a natural tendency to lean towards brutality because you can. It's just easier. You're like, listen, boys, we're Dutch. We're all fucking 6'5". They're all regular Europeans. They're like 5'8". Like, if we just get, like, a hundred of us together, we can clean their town, their whole town. What are they going to do? What are a bunch of midget cops going to do? We'll just be throwing them over the fence. I mean, whatever, right? It's easier. So they'll either, they're just, just tell them do what we want or we'll hurt them. Why? Because we're Dutch and we can, you know? So they still have that attitude until the invention of, like, guns and th- It's like that even the playing field against the Dutch. Thank God. 
Thank God. They nearly took over the world at one point. They had quite an empire. They had qu- quite the holdings in, you know, the newfound Western world and so on. They had shit in Africa. They weren't fucking around. That was the real of her. You thought stopping the Nazis was the... No, the Dutch. You had to stop the Dutch. That was the real mission to save the world. That's why nobody ever... Why does nobody time travel to kill Hitler? Because they time travel to stop the Dutch. If you didn't stop the Dutch, you have any idea what kind of world we'd be in? Brutal. Brutal oppression. Everyone would be forced to wear those wooden shoes. Everyone's farming. Even in places where you can't farm. It's just... That's the only job you're allowed to do. You're not... You have to be self-sufficient. It's mandatory. No one's allowed to do anything else. Everyone must farm and have a homestead. Everyone. And a windmill. Build one of those windmills. And the police come by to check your windmill every year to make sure it's up to code. Is that that how you want to live? I don't think so. So that's why that's why people take the, the, the time travel option. They get to kill somebody. They do something and they stop the Dutch. It's, it's important. I can't believe people are asking me about this kind of stuff. Common knowledge, guys. Jacob Palaces was watching The Omen... Two, the other night, the whole movie. Uh, I'm almost done. The whole movie. I was thinking, the prime minister, little jumped up, entitled psychopath kid. The resemblance, weird thing, is the father owns an energy company. That company wants to diversify into GMO foods to then control food. Another super normal thing to want to do. We're all pretty normal people, right? Is being tall now also terror? Yes, it is. Being tall is terrorism because. Yeah, it just is. I don't know. If you're if you're white and tall, if you're white in anything, you're probably a terrorist. So just get over it, all right? Uh, what were we doing? Yeah, it's totally normal because we're all normal people. And you know how I, when we're eating, when you're eating lunch, you know how we always get that idea where you're like, I just wish I controlled all the food, you know? I just wish I had control over a lot of food. I just wish I owned this idea. I wish I had some power over this, you know? that's. I mean, we've all had that thought. It's totally normal to just be like, I need to control all of the food. I, I need to have, I need to control it. <laughs> oh, okay. All right there, Lennon. It's, it's not a, relax. Like if we can give you something, you don't have to control the food. It's not something people, it's not something normal people do. All right. All right. Normal people trusted the science. Like this? This mass delusion that we're all under through unrelenting propaganda and censorship. They're censoring all these things. If I have to read one more article of a young person dying where the word vaccine isn't even mentioned as a possibility, it's absolutely disgusting. And and call out all the producers, everyone who runs these media things, every journalist who goes to work and writes that article and refuses to talk about what's in everyone's mind. You know, you you are complicit. You are complicit and you want to keep your job because you can't write the article that says Dr. Pierre Corey is his name, K-O-R-Y. You know, you're supposed to and morally and ethically supposed to write, which is the truth, the facts. You give all of the information that's available. You can talk about possibilities. You can write an article where it doesn't say it is the vaccine, but you could maybe if you had ethics or morals or honesty or integrity or courage or conviction, you might want to write that, hey, Kevin, maybe. It's the vaccine. Kevin. 16-year-olds, it's extremely rare to die. How many have we seen dying? 16, 18, 20, 22. And by the way, a 32-year-old athlete or a marathoner going out for a jog shouldn't be dropping dead either. A 42-year-old is distinctly rare. Yet now it's so common, we're used to it. Mm -hmm. We're used to it. 
However, I'd also like, as again, Diagonal's top psychologist, top doctor, I'm the top everything. Everyone's, well, no, Morgan's definitely in charge of some things, but all the important stuff is mine. <laughs> it's my fantasy empire. I'm not letting you take it from me, woman. <laughs> We're going to have our first fight. Oh. They got, you get used to it and it normalizes it. However, why, why is it stopping people? Why, why won't they, even though they're used to it, it is still odd and bizarre. Why, you know, and, and scary and frightening the implications of this. Why won't they say anything? Why won't they do anything? What happens? Class, raise your hands. What happens? How many, how many kids we got again? Let's count them again. Did we lose another one? We lost another one. When? Oh, when the Russians took over? Another one had a sudden event? Yeah, okay, that's fine. Anyway, everybody else here? All right, good. Because if you say anything, you will be shamed and you will be guilted. You will be pointed to and othered and, and told that you're crazy. That has always been the method uh, to, to make people do anything, to make people go along with it. Again, I, I like to use this example a lot because it really affected my life. I spent a lot of time thinking about it, reading about it, and looking into it because it it is the... The genesis of, of most of my life still to this day, almost half of my life belongs essentially to, the, to, to, to what happened. <laughs> See, I'm getting all upset about it. To what happened, you know, with 9-11. And I, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, very, very and, and much like the, you know, Coronu nightmare. Scary, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. And very, very quickly, do this, do this, do this. All, all of a sudden, all the just do it. Just do it. Don't even think about it. Don't even ask. Just shut up. Just go. Just go. People are too afraid to ask anything. And if they did, if they did ask, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Oh, what, what are you saying? Are you with the terrorists? Are, are you fucking with the terrorists? You are not allowed to. The idea of going, wait a fucking second. Even just in questioning, like, I know, what, what just happened exactly? Wait, whoa, 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 everybody slow down. They, everything would, the eye of Sauron would descend upon you, and you were a traitor to America. It, it could ruin, you'd get fired from, that was, cancel culture became a thing, you know, it was not a good, not a good look to be anti-war for a while, for a fucking while, to the point where it was like, people would fight you, they would punch you in the face, you would risk physical attacks in the streets if you win, or, like, protesters were attacked, man, like, it wasn't good, and it was like, they're just fucking dumb hippies, it's like, no, they know, they know what's going on, and it's a scam, and they're trying to save you, they're trying to warn you, but instead, you listen to the bullshit, and like, oh, they're all crazy quacks, and not, no, 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 no conspiracy theorists, no, don't listen to them, don't listen to them. Send your children to go die on the other side of the world for 20 years instead. Send them to your tax money for 20 years instead. Let's do that. And if anybody had a problem with it, you were just guilted and shamed into shutting up. So you had to go along with it, or you were a bad person. And then when anti-war sentiment got re- started to really get big, they said, hey, if you don't support the tr- – listen, you don't have to support the war, but you have to support the troops, which is like this weird psychic – like the CIA comes up with shit like this, like to, to like they, – they, they, they know, man. And it's like if we do this, they'll calm down. They've got the top psychologists in the world on, on how, to, how to, you know, control populations and stuff. They'll feel like there was a compromise, you know? And it's like, well, yeah. So now you've guilted and shamed them, right? So if you don't support the war, it may, it's like by you're like you, it sounds like you do, so you have to support the troops. It's like, well, I don't feel right 
doing that because in a way that feels like I'm supporting the war. Like they've already morally compromised you, you know? This is how they do things. They roll out a big, big deal. They scare the shit out of people. And then they guilt and shame you. Into, and if you don't agree with it, that's their main weapon on, on, on everything. They don't sell you the ideas of why. They don't explain it. They don't lay it out. It's just there's no time. There's no time for any of that. Do you ever notice how there's lots of time? As far as investigations into government corruption goes, as far as, you know, the, the, the public inquiry into the emergencies and all of it, anything like that. Oh, there's nothing but time. There's no rush. This shit will take years and years, decades maybe, until no one cares anymore. But when they want to do something, it has to be today. It has to be right now. And if you don't like it, we'll take your job. We'll kick you out of school. Well, I mean, they've really upped the ante now with, with associating support the current thing and acceptable consequences, haven't they? They've also normalized the police entering your life because they don't like what you're saying. That's a very dark road to go down, guys. And there's very few, not nearly enough of them, but there are a few heroic people like that guy, doing what he can, making these secure. I mean, because you know what he's doing by in, by the, the inferences he's making and the jokes he's making. He's poking fun and subvert and, and making them look ridiculous because they are ridiculous. And this undermines their power and authority. And that's something that I've been I've been saying for years. I've I've we all have, whether it's uh, Edgy or Derek or, or Greg Wycliffe or or any of these guys. Uh, humor is humor is, uh, is is a great thing to have. There's no comedians. I've always I like to say. Uh, I might have heard it somewhere. I don't think I came up. There, there was no comedians in the Soviet Union. There's no comedians in North Korea. There's a, how many? You ever heard of any? You know, there's no comedians in China. Because for something to be funny, it has to be a little bit true. And authoritarianism hates that. Why does it hate it? Because you can make people laugh and, and digest some maybe uncomfortable truths at the same time, which is pulling back the you know the 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 rug in a sense pulling back the curtain and undermining their authority you can mock people out of power if people have no respect for you if you're the boss of something like let's again in different terms it's a bigger it's different but it's not people are the same people's interactions are the same um you know generally there's only so many personality types say you're a boss of a company you're a mob boss maybe maybe your name's you know yeah, maybe maybe your name's uh, Freddy, you know, and you're, you're running a mafia. It doesn't matter. You're the boss of something. But eventually, you're just so inept, or people perceive you as to be so inept and weak and ridiculous that they literally laugh in your face. They laugh at you. When you go out in public, people laugh at you. They point and laugh and go, well, you're a fucking idiot. You're retarded. <laughs> I hate. We all hate you. Go home. What authority do you have? People are comfortable saying that to your face like that you have no authority whatsoever. So they hate that. They do not like to be mocked because it encourages other people to mock them too. And if too many people are mocking them, they, they, lose, their, they lose their perceived, you know, their big stick. Because if people are comfortable laughing in their face, how powerful can they really be? You know what I mean? That being said, I do want to uh, I want to talk to some people. We'll see what happens here. You're going to have to go to Telegram. I'm going to start it right now. I'm just going to go to start start live stream. Click, click, and you'll go in there, and you can uh, unmute yourself, and I can 
pop your hand up. If you're on uh, most of the apps, you're probably about five or ten seconds behind me, so keep that in mind. And um, I'll give you guys a couple of minutes to filter in there. And while you do, I want you to, if you don't enjoy this, you're probably a Circulonian. And you're probably, you probably think Kevin is being treated too harshly. If you don't like this, you're like, you know, you, what was that? Mute yourself. <laughs> somebody, somebody was already. <coughs> you suck. You suck if you don't like it. This is uh, uh, Greg Arcade. You got a couple of minutes. Just go in there and you know, throw your hands up and, uh, and it'll get to you. And in the meantime, uh, enjoy this or you're a communist. Everything is in place to keep you safe and keep you healthy. If you are following the rules, report anyone who isn't. You have authority over anyone who
See? Celebrate. Greg's enjoying the, the chaos, hey, you know? Greg. Can we cancel the news? <laughs> you might as well. Because the worse it gets, the closer it is to being over. You know what I mean? So, you know? Hey, it's getting worse. Hey, it's getting worse. Let's have fun. Let's see who's in here. Let's see who's in here. Uh, well, Dr. Jen Stein just says Ted have $10. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. And, and comes back again and says, my wife is, uh, is, is, I can't, the algorithm, it'll get me. My children are pushed to it, are pushed it, okay, and weak agenda at elementary school in Vancouver. I wake up to anxiety every day. That's all, I, it's, I can't imagine. Says, uh, love you, you've kept me sane for years. Well, thank you, I appreciate it, I'm glad you're, uh, I'm glad it's done anything for you. Let's see who's in here. I'm just gonna go in no particular order. I don't know who. There's only, there's only a couple. There's only, let's talk. Let's start with. Uh, we'll start with uh, Kira's here. Kira, Kyra. She gave me a haircut once. <laughs> if you can hear me, you gotta unmute yourself. They always run into this, and it's always a few seconds behind. There she. There she is. Oh. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Jeremy's got to unmute himself or we can't hear him on uh, television. Oh, there we go. There we go. My bad. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh. See, this oh, is yeah, why. Yeah. Gotcha. That's, that's one of the guys guarding Kevin in the back. You have to uh, turn down the, uh, the, the feedback because I can hear myself. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So. I turned you off on my laptop. All right. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to, I, I want to bow out to uh, people like Old Guard. I love hearing that guy's voice. Um, your beard <laughs> yeah. looks good. Oh, thank you. How's your hair? It's Is okay. Holding up there. It's still it's okay. spinning out. It's I mean it's on its way out, but I think I've got some years left. I think I'll be okay for a little while. Well, you just got to stop being stressed. I'm Stress just gonna shave it. I'm I'm just gonna go full. You know what I mean? The first you know, growing up, Bruce Willis was like when we were still allowed to have masculine male you know like role models on TV like Bruce Willis. He was mm-hmm. you know and he used to, he had hair and then he didn't. He just went you know what? I'm bald. I'm going bald. I'm just gonna shave my. I'm just I'm just yep. ra- I'm owning it. Fuck this. Yep. No, and I'm like now he looks even more badass. So I'm like, I learned then. Bruce Willis taught me that about you know manliness, where it's like, listen, bro, there's nothing you can do about it. Just fucking rock it, own it. You're a bald guy now. Let's go. You know. Yep. You got You have the beard, bald head. It's See? a great look. It's not bad. You yep. can definitely have worse. I appreciate it. What's what else? Anything else? No, that's it. All right. Just in in Saskatoon. Ugh. Hanging out. Yes, the the, the city that <laughs> no one can escape. I believe it's been called. Yeah, it always ends up Stop. sucking you back in. Someone, the people there. There's a le- local legend about that's how it is in Saskatoon. One, you can leave, but you're coming back one way or another. It, you, it's hard to get away from for some reason. Thanks, Carrie. That's okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> what else we got? Cam is here. What's going on? You fucking terrorist. Yo. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just here to listen. Well, what the fuck? Shut up, then. Oh, I was muting him. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll go to Steve. Steve, where are you? I saw Luke there earlier, but he uh, took put his hand down. Steve, you still there? Steven? Sure. Yes, sir, I'm here. <laughs> What's up, man? How are you? Oh, dude. My father actually believes Justin is doing a good job. Wow. Why does he say that? Why does he believe that? Fuck, I don't know, but he's like, he's 70. But you know what? Like, well, fuck it. I'll shame him. I don't give a fuck. I un- I would guess just because you said you mentioned his age, I would imagine his primary source of information is just coming directly from CBC. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's 100%. all. Right. So that yes, so sir. if if that's all you see of the world, if if you lived in the interior of um, you know, the mountains of Switzerland and never left there ever in your life and and someone was like, "Hey, do you know those giant oceans out there?" you'd be like, "Nah." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I've never seen or heard tell anything like that before. You know, like way way back. Yep. Can you blame them? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's uh, th- that's the problem. They've monopolized you know, certain pipelines, and they don't allow any kind of dissenting opinion. So it's just the straight juice. He's mainlining heroin is what he's doing. He's mainlining bullshit, which is not good for anyone. What's cute, though, What's cute though is that I'm putting it in his face, and I'm doing everything that I can. So I'm, get, I'm getting involved, yeah. and I'm, I'm doing, like, I'm slapping him in the face. Like, wake yeah. up, Dad. Wake up, dude. I would I would also say, too, that like I, I like that people are trying to help, you know, and you know their family members and stuff they can do because they care about them but some people are just they're, they're not they're not except they're not going for it you know and it's not worth yeah. especially at their age depending wow, on their I ages and stuff my father, right? no, exactly exactly it's not it's not worth <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. it's not worth going to war with your own dad especially at that age you know what i mean yeah, it's yeah, like no 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 it's not a war yeah, yeah. i mean no i don't, I don't mean I for you I mean, other people that are listening may be like, well, I'm going to fucking yeah, yeah, tell yeah. it to my mom tomorrow. It's like, ah, don't, 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 don't yeah, ruin yeah. your family over it. You know, it's not. No, fuck. You know what? Do it. <laughs> Sign them up to me for fuck's sake. You can get a new family with me. Uh, you can hang out with me and Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart's going to be there. It's going to rule. <laughs> it's going to read your bedtime stories. All right. You got anything else? Absolutely. Nope. That's it. Thank All you right. very much. All right. Thanks, Steve. Bye. That was fun. Who's germ? Who's germ cause? Germ cause? What is that? And there's a wolf meme. There's a what? Oh my god! We've got a wolf meme. No, it's not. Oh, for fuck's sake! No, I was fuck. No, I'm not a fucking wolf meme. Okay. Well, you're gonna need to. You're gonna need to explain this. Pre- there's a previous avatar. I'll put it on the screen right now. Everyone can see. There's a wolf here. I want to know. I want an explanation. Why did you put oh, that there? Fuck. Do you oh, I fuck? Are you caught? I specifically said I want these I want all these wolf and lion memes gone. Oh, I don't want to see it because my first impression is going to be bad, you know? So, oh, shit. minus <laughs> minus 5 germ cause. God fuck fucking damn it. What's what's up, man? Yeah, uh, good. Like, like you thought that other guy talked about his uh like grandfather like believing all the CBC shit was yeah. bad? Yeah. How about your entire fucking family listening to fucking CBC radio? Yeah, that's that's rough. I mean, that's the worst part is you feel so alienated because they've made it so unacceptable for people to dissent against the the, the new th- current thing. Whatever it is, if you're if you don't agree with it, you're not just different. It's like ah, they're just they don't think that. It's like no, they're pieces of shit. You know, so it's like this has destroyed fam. What they've done is destroy families, and uh, it sucks. It's on purpose. Yeah. I know. Like, I just feel fucking alien about my fucking family and shit. Yeah. I don't feel like a fucking black sheep. Well, that that's why I say it's important to go out and find your friends and find like-minded people because if you don't have that bit peer group community, you can go crazy and you'll know, get very depressed and lonely and it's not good for you. It's not good for anybody. Um, so I think everybody deserves that. I don't think there's, you know, I don't think it's... Uh, it, that's what the Vikings would do, like I was saying the other night, that they would banish people. That was considered worse than death. It's to be alienated and like you know banished. You're not. No one talked to you. Go away. It's the worst thing you can do to somebody. Yeah. I haven't changed my fucking thing. How the fuck did I get that fucking wolf picture on? Don't don't <laughs> don't you blame Antifa hackers? Yeah, yeah, I'm Duh. not blaming. It was like a it was like a long time ago. I've I've used this. Like I don't use this much often. Telegram. How old are you? Twenty. 
Actually, I just turned 21. Okay. Oh, you know what? Actually, you get a pass. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. If you had said, I'm a 42-year-old iron worker, I'd be like, you probably need to be – Bret Hart needs to put you in a sharpshooter and needs to correct some things because that's ridiculous that you should be doing that at that age. But considering your age, I'll be like, okay, I'll give you a pass. Because, I, I mean, I may – I don't think I ever did use a wolf meme, but I might have when I was 20 because I was an idiot. So, you know, not saying yeah. you are, but <laughs> we, we are. So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. You got anything else, dude? All right. Uh, no, that'll be all. Like, thanks for having me on. Cheers, brother. Yeah, Germ goes. I don't know these wolf memes. I don't know what's going to happen. Who's Green Ball? Green Ball. Green Three Ball. Yeah, how you doing? How are you, man? Yeah, that that would be it. It's just an odd color uh, billiard ball, but uh, it is. don't be intimidated by the dog and the rabbit. Well, I, I don't know what they're up to. <laughs> they look yeah, like they're doing yeah, something. Well, they're cuddling. No, that's not so bad. <laughs> what's going on? But, uh, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, I've been listening for a while and, uh, you know, I've been having a hard time with things and I don't know, I'm, I'm as you say, you know, isolating. Yeah. Starting starting to get a little crazy. and uh, Yeah, it definitely would be. I, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm very lucky. I have you know, the people in my life are very, you know, supportive and like-minded, thank God. Um, but, yes, that's that's awful. I mean, that's uh, not, a, not yeah, an easy thing to deal with. That's why it's so important to have these uh, have these little community. Everybody deserves this, you know. You gotta. Have you, have, do you know anybody around? Uh, no, not really. I, everybody in my area seems to be uh, pretty set on. I don't know. There's. I've been talking to a few people, but I'm having a hard time with trust. So yeah, yeah. I can see. I can see why that is. Have you ever been? Uh, I forgot to ask the other ones that, but that's kind of what uh, I wanted to. I'm interested in because it seems it's so effective, and I'm wondering why. Maybe not wondering, but I, I guess I kind of get it. Has anybody ever guilted or shamed you into doing something that you didn't want to do or you regret doing, and you basically just was like, I didn't want to feel like an asshole? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been left around the wrist most of my life being tossed around from foster home to foster home. You never can quite grab your groove, and mm. you know, uh just seems like over the last three years everybody's kind of turned their back on me and then my best friend died last year od and i had no idea that he was going through such a hard time yeah and uh this is a guy i looked up to he's he's 57 and uh like you know what do you where do you go you get base your whole life trying to be be friends with this guy you think is you know he had a job in Meritcredit and you get you know like he had things going in his life you had no idea about his dark side though and I was friends with this yeah. guy for twenty years. Yeah, it can uh, it can sneak up. People people uh, you never really can know somebody entirely. Um, I've obviously had uh, you know somebody very close to me actually just passed away <clears throat> in September. So I I sympathize. I know that's like especially someone you've known a very long time and have a close connection with. It's like fuck. Well now. <laughs> You know, they're just gone. And now it's like, uh, that's again, that's why you need to have these peer communities. You know, you need to have friends. You need to have, you, you can't, you, you got to have somebody. Uh, people aren't designed to be completely on their own. It's very not healthy for you. Um, and you lean on each other and you need each other for, for those things. And um, that's well, something they're trying to, to do. They're, they're deliberately isolating people and it's having a, a horrible effect. And, uh, you know, hopefully, I mean, you see the roof come off this place maybe if they try and bring all these mandates back, but I don't know. 
I mean, I, I was I was really jealous not being able to be in uh, Ottawa. I, I kind of had to look after my daughter at the time. Yeah, there's a lot of those. There was a lot of people that, like I said, for everybody that was there, there was probably 10 or 20 that wanted to and couldn't or sent money or sent, you know. Uh, so the real numbers, uh, I would imagine, of, of, of people that are fringe, you know, my, it's, it's in the millions. There's millions of, of, of people that are kind of in this line I'm of thinking. Just, I'm just glad people are coming together. I don't know what's in the future for me, but it yeah. seems pretty uh, downtrodden right now. So, but my, my significant other is going to get me to see the doctor here and maybe have a chat, but hopefully they don't offer me maid and... <laughs> Where we go from there? You're not you're not so, a veteran, are you? No. Okay, but, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll I was you'll, an army cadet for a few years. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, just so. don't don't tell them about that. They might put you at the front of the line. They might try and kill you. <laughs> <laughs> tell them about that. All right, but, you got- uh, I appreciate the chat, and uh, yeah, it was good touching base. I can have a bit of a critical eye, and yeah, I get a little flabbergasted and and say some certain things that I, you know, everybody says stuff they regret, but yeah, it, remember. It's not- Remember it's, when it's, it's not trying to hate on anybody or anything. It's just well. Remember when we used to tell each other. We used up. to say, you know, everybody's human. Everybody makes. Remember that. Remember that old mentality. Absolutely. When we used to have some yeah. respect for each other. That's all gone now. Now it's just everyone's just so waiting I'm for everyone else. And I'm wondering, like, I think it's kind of coming back, yeah. but. Well, they're waiting know. for everyone else's mistake to be made so they can pounce on it and say, see, I'm better than you because you've, <laughs> you're the most recent person to fuck up. It's like, this is going to happen to everybody, so if this is your way of living, I, I don't, I feel bad for you because it's going to be very exhausting. All right, green ball, green three ball. Thanks, brother. Uh, where are you? Yeah, thank you. Cheers, right, homie. Uh, I'm going to do two more. I'll do a couple more here. Oh, Peter, yeah, Peter, hang on. I'll, I'll get here in a minute. Uh, Alberta girl. Who who are you? To, you're all of Alberta? Oh, what's going on? Hello. One, two, three. Alberta girl. I'll send Kevin. Alberta girl. Yeah, yeah. There you go. How's it <laughs> Hi, going? Jeremy. How are you? It's going good. I'm good. I just wanted to call and say I love you. I love Morgan. My singers love you. I've got two singers in their 90s. They think oh, wow. you guys are great. They, <laughs> they want you to get married. <laughs> they want you to get married. She won't let me. She refuses. <laughs> She's like, it's too dangerous. She's concerned about the fate of the universe. You know when they cross the streams in Ghostbusters? She's like, I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't know what's going to happen. So, we don't know. Well, I just wanted to call and let you know that the singers are pulling for you guys. Okay. <laughs> the greatest generation. All right, thank you. They are. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Oh, man. That's hilarious. I'm sitting around like picturing people in their 90s and I'm like listening to this. It's wild. Uh, where'd he go? Peter, did you unmute? Nope. I tried a couple times now. Peter, 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 hello, Peter. You have to, there you go. How are you? Is that working? Yes, it does. How are you doing, man? Thank you very much for your support, by the way. Well, I, I, I sure miss our phone calls. <laughs> How are you doing? We did a couple. I'm all right. How are you? Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, thanks for getting B4F going. And um, the, uh, the boys out west are uh, meeting every week and... That's what it's all about. Well, and, uh, you know, I it wasn't. I didn't really get it going. I just, you know, saw it in its crib and fucking picked it up and ran with it like Ray Lewis. You know, <laughs> that's basically all I did with it. They, they do a lot of good work and they're fucking amazing. They're excellent, outstanding, uh, outstanding guys over there. Well, at uh, we, weekly coffee meetings and and that sort of thing, and and people that are isolated need to reach out for that. And yeah. If you need to get connected, just reach out yeah. and and, and weekly if, coffee. If, doing great 
if for nothing else, it keeps you healthy. You have to stay healthy. And if you're not healthy mentally, you're gonna your life is going to go to shit, I promise you. Uh, or it's going to stay shitty if it already is. And if you can't, if you're not at 100%, if you're not operating, if you're not mentally, physically healthy and, you know, doing everything, you're going to, whatever problems you have are going to be a lot worse. So that's, that's absolutely right. And, and we need to be uh, supporting each other and uh, being there for each other. Absolutely. All right. Um, you got any, yeah, I was, I'm curious your perspective on this people being guilted into shamed into doing things. What would you describe that as? Uh, like that's not that's that's aggressive that's like attacking behavior you know that's not something you do to someone you like well people that people that do that have some insecurities and they and they're they really everybody's on a hyper vigilant state right now so everything starts to become much more than it actually is Mm. and yeah they see they see everything attacking them as a so threat. They're, they're going to attack first. Yeah, I, I talked about that the other night. And you have a background in psychology, I think, or something. Yes. Yeah. So that yeah. So that's that's why I was I was curious. I was talking the other night about that. That um, like and a little bit this evening, how people are traumatized to a degree just by the stress of the constant you know fear mongering and attack. Oh, it's the end of the world. They're going between the end of the world and all kinds of different. Uh, crazy things and time has slowed down for people. And now everyone's just everyone's mean and cranky and attacking each other. And I was like, because you're stressed out, and you're tired, you're frustrated, and and afraid. Well, <laughs> you, you mentioned earlier on your show there about PTSD mm. and the symptoms that are are uh, showing up. And what I'm describing it as now is uh, a betrayal. Mm. A lot of people are discovering that they've been betrayed. Yeah, which and- can be traumatized, especially. I mean, it's not like a family member, really, but for people that really placed their, tr- like, really felt secure because they're like, people are taking, the government is taking care of it. Like, I don't have to worry about things because it's under, that's a scary thing to wake up to and all of a sudden be like, you know, th- something that you had a lot of trust in protect is like <laughs> not doing what it's supposed to do. That would be scary. Exactly. And, and, their worldview has been uh, grossly affected and they're in danger. And so they're hyper vigilant. And mm. that being in that state at a, that heightened level of uh, fear uh, and mistrust needs to be vented. You need to get with other people and understand that that's not the reality, that, that your world's been shaken and it's, mm. and it's real, but it's not a threat. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting yeah. psychology how it works. Well, it's it's it affects you physically, and and when I that I, I would imagine people are your day to day. I would imagine that people are more uh, receptive to strange, new, and maybe extreme ideas when they're in a state of fear. Something they may not have entertained before, they will because they're you know frightened. Whereas if someone was well, like was secure said, and felt safe and comfortable, they would be like, "I'm not entertaining any of this crazy nonsense." You know, everything's fine. But when everything doesn't feel fine, they're you know, feeling like they can be urged along to do things they don't wouldn't normally do. Well, especially if their if their safety is threatened, uh, like their job or mm-hmm. uh, their community, uh, um, it's uh, foundational stuff that you rely on day to day and you take for granted most times Mm -hmm. until it's in your face 
something that that should be very found you know yeah you depend on your job to be there and all of a sudden when it might not be it's very you can be traumatizing to people some people don't recover some people the i mean uh, i know people that have had that happen to them they'd get fired or, or have their job just gone and it can ruin their life and they never recover they end up like in bad shape like they're on welfare and they're like i just my life fell apart and i fell into a hole and i never got out it's criminal exactly. it's criminal what they've done to people but do you have uh any, anything else before i uh there's a few more people here but uh i gotta i gotta move on see this an awful lot with disabilities when sudden injuries uh, alter a person's life moving forward Yeah, great talking with you, oh, and hope sorry. to talk to you again soon. I got, I got cut off there. You can fin finish that thought there. I was you were talking about people with disabilities, or they get they incur a disability. I, I said it. Yeah, it's people with dis people that are suddenly disabled in a car accident or something like that, and their life is upside down because mm -hmm. now their physical body is is uh, not capable of. Uh, what they were before it's a common thing um where they need to uh, gain some kind of an acceptance and then move forward with what they're capable of rather than right. their disability and the government's doing a lot to, to take care of them <laughs> we're looking after we're looking after people over here all right thanks Peter. appreciate it thanks everybody for uh oh. for coming in uh oh, i lost him but anyway thanks uh, Dub, you got anything? You got anything you want to say before I turn this off? You get to have the last, the last, the last Fed post. I don't know if he's listening. Maybe he doesn't care. I don't think anyone cares, and I don't think anyone has ever cared. Well, end that for now. Oh, yes, end live stream. All right, all right, we got that under control. So, th thanks, guys. I appreciate it for uh, for coming in. I'm gonna go over a couple of more things here in just a second. Not sure where to be. Well, I'm going to check and make sure I don't have any, uh, any outstanding uh, message bills to pay. Don't think so. We all good? Good. Thumb up from Ghost Rider. He's having a good time. He's okay. He doesn't mind Kevin being tortured in a, in a sharpshooter. Doesn't bother him one bit. He's ready. Cindy Lee says, I'm up for a purge. Should I bring the new Russian guy from work, perhaps? Might make it interesting. What do you mean, new Russian guy from work? Sounds suspicious <laughs> to me. <laughs> what new ru Interesting. We'll get into more of that in a minute. What else? Oh, yeah. So we had uh, Dr. Corey. See, and, and he's, he's not wrong. Peter was talking about that. People can be... It, you would be. Something you rely... Like, you really rely upon. Your job, it can be traumatizing to have that taken away from you. But things like healthcare can't be trusted anymore. Uh, if you're not already resilient to, like, stressful situations, imagine you're just going from complete soft, you know, Western, uh, everything's been pretty much hot chocolate cakes and ice cream uh, your whole life to the, now it's like everything seems to be upside down all of a sudden. Like, these people are saying all of this is fucked up and you're, you're starting to see it. How scary would that be? You know? It's almost easier because we've been watching this for so long that it's, well, stop making that noise, computer! Come over the top at you! That it's uh, doing doing stuff like this. Uh, it's not it's not super traumatizing. It's kind of expected. It sucks, but it, you're like waking up late stage Matrix, where you're like, is it gonna get worse? It's already really bad, dude. It's already real bad. Check this. Seven hundred thousand people in the study in Israel, just so you know, that showed that the double vax were twenty seven times more likely 
to get reinfected. So it's not the vaccine, even if we just talk about that, is not stopping infection. It's not stopping. Imagine hearing, imagine being a full blown cult believer and seeing and hearing this for the first time. What? What happens to your body? Like, how do you physically, like, do you start, does your heart rate jump up? Do you start, like, sweating? I guarantee they don't, imagine, like, watch this and be like, feel nothing. Like, here's two prominent uh, doctors testifying, and it's not good. It's not, these are not good. These are the exact opposite of what you've been getting told this whole time. I got to imagine that's going to affect you somehow, you know, emotionally, mentally. 700,000 people in the study in Israel, just so you know, that showed that the double vax were 27 times more likely to get reinfected. So it's not the vaccine, even if we just talk about that, is not stopping infection. It's not stopping transmission. If you look at the studies in England, in Scotland, and in northern countries in Europe where they get real data, that they're actually the triple vaccinated, the most likely to die. So bottom line is that we, as we go forward... The natural immunity is long, broad, and durable. And I don't know if he mentioned it, but we have SARS-CoV-1 patients who still had immunity 18 years later. Let that sink in. 18 years later, we still had immunity from SARS-CoV-1 to SARS-CoV-2. And, and how's the product doing? That thing that, you know, the people that are also scaring you about the thing, also selling you the answer to the thing. Again, this convenient cycle. Who loves it? It's very convenient, but that's just because luck, right? This is long, broad, durable immunity. So what I want to say in closing is natural immunity should be considered legally to be at least equal to vaccinated immunity, and immunity is likely lifelong. Thank you. (laughs) So that's all. Basically, just the whole thing is a pointless uh, waste of time and exercise. People are just stealing money, and really, that's, that's the whole point. Great, good stuff. Dan01, uh, th- I don't know what those are. Are those ears? Are those, are those clapping emojis? Are those onions? Lemons. I can't tell. I don't know what it is. Sh- something. And I. it's, you know, more of what I had. I didn't have three of those before, but I do now. So thank you for whatever that is. I'll use them for something. <laughs> Secular Devil of Seven says, have a good night. Uh, Kevin will be a good asset shield distra- slash shield slash distraction for when operations start. Eagle Sun also says, good night as well. Eagleson. Eagleson? What? I grew up with a guy named Eagleson. Is that who you mean? Who's fucking with me? Oh, the internet. You never know. The Carpenter Chris. Uh, some people like show up on this stream and send me messages, and it's like I haven't, that's someone I haven't heard from in 15 years or 20 years. I'm like, are you who I think I, they are? Wild. You know, the Carpenter Chris is I had a significant accident when I was 20. Life changed in an instant after a 35-foot fall. 35 foot fall that is a long way to fall lucky to be here twice once from the fall and once from the despair after there's no joke we're glad to have you we're glad you're still here kevin's mom is chiming in says i'm gonna have to get you to stop bullying my new son excuse me wait 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 just a second is it just me? Because Kevin's mom looks like Colbert's mom. She's abandoned us, Colbert! That bitch! Oh, just like that, she changed her name and everything. Wow! 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 
That is the sluttiest mom for imaginary characters I have ever seen. She threw you away like that, like you were nothing. Just She's just with Kevin now. One sharpshooter, and she's with Kevin. Can you believe that? Colbert. You're, now he's going to need... Now look, now you've traumatized Colbert. Now he's an orphan. Oh, God. I am not... No. I'm not taking I'm not taking care of her. No, 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 no. Philip will not take care of you. That's absolutely not. That is completely out of the question. Philip, he's far too young. He was only made in like 1860, Philip. He's not even 200 years old yet. He's way too young to be hanging around with an ageless deity from another dimension like yourself. This is a no, absolutely not. Because I know what you'll do to him, and I don't want to be responsible for the aftermath. I'll just leave it that way. Lord Talarion says Brett stroked before stroking was cool. Yeah, right? He had a stroke back when people just had strokes rarely. And you're like, oh my god, Bret Hart! And he's like, oh, my heart, man, fuck. Like, no! Bret also did a lot of cocaine, though. So, <laughs> that might have something to do with it. Yeah, I watched a documentary about Bret. I, I watched a lot of sh- shit during, during lockdown times. There wasn't much to do, guys. One of them was a documentary that Bret Hart was in, or it was about him. I think it was about wrestling. And uh, he said there was different kind of camps of guys in the, you know, the late 80s, you know, the 80s. He went all through the 80s and 90s. And he's like, there was the drinking guys, like the Ric Flair crowd. The guys would go out with Rick, and they would go out in the town and get shit-faced and get in fights and shit. Like, same as Army guys. Like, listening to their life is fascinating to me. Because it's not super different. Like, they're traveling all the time to different places, and it's just like a traveling circus of idiots. These all over-pumped, like, fucking guy, and they're drinking. Oh, God, it's a mess. You know, the company must have just been like, Who, who's in jail? Like, all the time. And he's like, oh, these guys would go out and drink and all that stuff. And he's like, I hung out with the guys that stayed in the hotels and did cocaine all the time. And he's like, I will tell you this, though. I remember every fucking conversation I had up until 5 a.m. with these guys when I was on cocaine. When I went out drinking, I don't remember shit. I don't know. I I hurt myself, you know? So I'm like, so Philip was sitting next to me on the couch, and he's like, you see, Brett makes a lot of good points. This is why I, you know? Philip uses it as a performance enhancer. Apparently, so did Bret Hart. <laughs> the dark side of Bret Hart. Hey, Wrestling is not as glamorous as it as it may seem. It's a it's a oof, you know she's a time. It sounds like Sarah Ireland says hashtag I stand with Kevin, and hashtag I stand with Kevin's mom. Well, you can be put in a timeout for five minutes, Sarah Ireland. You stand. You you so everybody's just abandoning Colbert and me and and, and every, It's like you're all gonna go. You're all gonna leave now. If Kevin's like this. What's all the, why are all the women going after Kevin? What what is what is going on here? Is this some kind of motherly instinct? Are we being too hard on him? Was it the sharpshooter? Girls, we're helping Kevin. We're making a man out of Kevin. And if you guys keep getting in the way and coddling him like this, he's never gonna he's never gonna grow up to be a real boy. We can't guys. Lisa's Colbert and Kevin are related. I love season three. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. This has got to stop. This is devolving into some kind of, like, I don't like where this is going. I'm not selling out. I think I did that one already. (laughs) 
You listen. You listen here, okay? Everybody shut up. Sit down, I'm talking. Hello. Absolutely not. We're not we're not doing that. No. Nope. www.nope.com. It's on Zero Hedge Top Story. Nope. Yahoo! Global News! Nope. It was on the Associated Press. Okay, listen. There's been a lot of talk around here about trying to broaden the appeal of the show. Philip was not pleased. No. Making it love triangles, abandoned orphans, really, really. They turn out to be secret family relatives. No, absolutely not. Instead, I'm putting everybody in acid. Everybody who thought that was good, you're going in the acid now, okay? It's just a little bit of acid. Okay, fine. It'll, it will melt your clothes and give you like a sunburn. It's not... It's not that acid. It's the... It's the training acid. <laughs> I fucking love being evil. It's the best! So let's... No. None of this shit. Colbert kicks ass and eats souls. Kevin is gonna be made into a man by Bret Hart! They don't need... There's no... None of that shit! You take that to Yellowstone! You want to make a fucking cool manly show and turn it into... How... How is she involved... Wait a... Wait a fucking minute! I'm gonna do this right now. I'm gonna do something I should have did a long time ago, Yellowstone. A show I didn't even watch or be made aware of until I was in jail. I'm gonna do this right now! Because you deserve... You earned it! Double jackets thing is really. I just. I can't. I'll just leave it like this. I'm just leaving it like this. I don't care. I barely care. I barely care at all. What was once a promising program? A promising program that contained an overabundance of testosterone and strong male lead characters. Enjoyed a fan base of men across the nation has somehow sneakily over time been co-opted into a show that would be involved and enjoyed by an even greater number of women. When did it happen? Was it at the end of season three? Is it because Kevin Costner didn't like the artistic direction? Whatever the reason, that what could have been an excellent and glorious television show, Yellowstone, has devolved into an... <laughs> Please call, because it's, it's still salvageable. We can still fix this. There is still time. There's still time to make this watchable again if you call right now. If you call and donate $5.99, you can adopt Kevin... You can adopt Kevin and stop this entire insane timeline where Kevin gets Colbert's mom. If you don't want Kevin to get Colbert's mom, please call. 
you can solve this unsolved mystery. I'm done. I'm all done. Where's, where's my check? I'm Robert Stack. I don't have time for this. I have five more ominous speeches to give just today. I'm planning to put my pocket, my hand in my pocket, and walk away. I'll do it. You, you, you can pay me in cocaine. It is the nineties. Oh. I don't like. I just, just for, just for, just for your SA, your situational awareness. When I put that on, the coat on, I don't know what happens. I completely black out. I become possessed. It takes over. And I don't know what happens. So far, I mean, for all I know, that coat could be putting me in jail for some of the things that goes on. I, I absolve myself of any and all responsibility. There is a phantasm in this. And we don't know where it came from either. Sean, you have explaining to you. My friend Sean gave me this coat for that whole bit that's been going on for forever, for way too long. The stupid, unsolved bigotry thing. This is like two years now of this. It's just getting more and more ridiculous. I think it's haunted. I think there's a poltergeist. There's some kind of demon in there, and uh, it's controlling me when I put it on, and perhaps afterwards. It may be slowly infecting my mind like a communist Trojan mind virus to where eventually I wake up one day and I'm not even me at all. Instead, I'm evil Robert Stack. I don't know what's going to happen. Be careful who you give a secondhand trench coat to. They need to be able to handle what that could bring. If they're not ready, you know, I mean, think of all think of all the historical photos and think of all the horrible things you've seen in history books on television and take note of how many men were wearing trench coats around that time. JFK, people were still wearing trench coats. There was trench coat people. The World Wars, oh my goodness, the 20s, the 30s, all the gang mobster moves. I mean, trench coats have seen shit, okay? And if there's a secondhand trench coat, this is a veteran trench coat, and trench coats are only used in nefarious, dark alley, you know, kind of... You know what I mean? They're the most... Da- of all the clothes that you can wear that are going to predispose you to danger, trench coats are the number one most dangerous art- article of clothing that you can possibly wear. Possibly wear. Number two is a male, you know, fetish gimp suit. That's going to attract a lot of the wrong attention, and that's dangerous to wear. However, shock you, I know it's hard to believe, but number one is trench coats because they've seen some shit, and you're not ready for it. I guarantee you're not. So just think about that. Alt-right extremist leader has has tanked. Trench coat sales are down 80%. Public fear of trench coat. We've got hashtag not all trench coats trending today. People trying to save the trench coat industry. <laughs> Where the fuck do you even buy one of these? Do you know what I mean? Keep Nick Fuentes. <laughs> Mommy's back. Good. Yeah, we don't want. We don't want. We gotta be careful who gets this trench coat. I maybe I need to put it inside. No, that would be terrible. Don't put it in Colbert. That what? Imagine that. Then you just got Colbert wearing a trench coat, flying around, solving mysteries, and then eating the souls of the people, the expendable people. Nightmare. We're playing with dangerous stuff here, guys. No wonder the RCMP wants to shut us down. DJ Cogdell says there will never be a better era of wrestling than about uh, 96 or 97 to 2001, 2002. Nope, never in a million years. He says, now I just want to hear you do wrestling impersonations. <laughs> I don't even really remember Bret Hart sounded. He said kind of a Canadian accent. He had kind of like, sounded like he smoked a little bit maybe. Yeah. No, he just had one of those like deep, yeah. 
Yeah. Chet Chisholm says, you don't get to be senior paramedic of Diagonalon. That's my job. No, yeah, I don't care about doing that. Par- you can have paramedics. That's like people are getting their fluids on you and dying and shit. Like, I don't, you know, you can have that one. I'm not interested. Thank you. Go, go nuts. Go nuts, Chet Chisholm. He says, when Philip puts uh, too much fentanyl in his butt and farts it me and the Narcan keeping you from going to respiratory failure. It's oh, it's me and the Narcan from keeping you from going to respiratory. I keep them afar. I stay away from them. I don't. I don't. I do touch them on the the, the horns and the nose sometimes. But I guess you're, you're right. It is risky. It is risky. See, this is why we you have to have bigot, racist, horrible, evil Nazi doctors to keep you safe from hazards like that. Because you know you can you can touch and absorb fentanyl just but you know by touching it and it can kill you. So Phil, rude again, very rude. Sergeant Rock says, I will adopt Colbert. Sorry, Kevin's mom. Wait, what's going on? I don't I, I think Colbert's ready to go out on his own, to be honest. I don't think he needs a mom or a dad right now. But I mean, Colbert's mom's she's coming back. We'll see. Scarecrow says, Is it even possible to wear a trench coat in a trench? I I mean, I yeah, but I mean, it's kind of bulky and in the way. Like, I don't imagine a lot of guys would use it. I think I feel like it would be one of those things you just mostly use as a pillow or you know, you'd throw on when you're cold, but you can't really fight with a trench coat on. That's crazy. Madam Bracey says, well, Colbert, I is yo mama now. Oh, now they're now they're fighting over Colbert. There is a lot of women that are, are just pouncing on the lost, the, the, the homeless imaginary creature idea. They just all want to be the moms of things. I don't know what that, I don't know what that says more about you guys than it does about me, to be honest. Kenzie 67 says, play this live without listening to it first. Some Scottish punk link is safe, by the way. Great show tonight. Thank you. I don't normally as a rule because I don't like people sending me all kinds of links. It just derails everything. So I don't want you. But I, I do appreciate it. I'll listen to it later. I'll copy and save it here and, and see what's up because then people bombard me with links. And sometimes, sometimes they're poisonous and they're meant to destroy you. <laughs> Kev isn't the goat. What's going on in Odyssey? Where's the moderators? Kev is the goat. Who is allowing that kind of speech in there? It's outrageous. All right, I got all of that. Are we caught up now? Jacob Powell, holy moly. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate it. He says, you're the man. Don't ever forget that. Big heart, big balls, honorable. I'm going to leave you with this quote. It's from a favorite movie of mine, Gladiator. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Maximus was awesome. Again, that's mandatory viewing. All young men at the age of 13 must watch Gladiator. I don't give a fuck what their parents say. Who are listening to this show? So because they can't, because this is viewer discretion is strongly advised. Gladiator is a fucking amazing movie, and an intense tale of of revenge and like going all the way for your belief. It's oh, it's amazing. The scorned man on a mission to overthrow an emperor that wronged you. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Love it. And Russell Crowe was amazing in that movie. Are you not entertained? I mean, we still say that. That's how good that movie was. People quote him, oh my God, I'm old now. Remember when we were kids and our parents would just say confusing lines and they'd all laugh? And you're like, what the fuck are you laughing about? It was from a movie from 20 years ago. And you're like, that's stupid. I just did that. Oh, fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Powell. Appreciate it. Man on the Mountain says, Bret Hart is a gym teacher at Calgary where he walks around with his wrestling booties and a clipboard. Super nice dude. Is, is that what he's doing? That's just a gym teacher in Calgary. That's, he's just running his life. He's, fuck, Bret Hart rules, you know? 
He's just chilling. He's just living his best life. Bret Harting it up. We're almost done here. We're almost out of time. How much time we got left? We got about 20 minutes to go. It looks like 20 something like that. If you're willing to stick around and listen to more horrible tales of how the world is a nightmare and there's nothing you can do. <laughs> France is on fire. Tire flight systems are being derailed. Oh, it's good. And you know, again, I, I do I do need to play this just because it's it if it's sheer it made it on Zero Hedge actually, just because how, how great it is. Um I'm all about commercial. I like to sell out and promote, you know, different companies and commercials and stuff. And this is one of them I think is very important. I'm glad the government's finally taking this seriously. Um so let's just just it's Are important. you or a loved one suffering from a medical coincidence? This is the new this is the new public safety message from the government of Circulon. You want proper medical care, but you don't want people sniffing around asking a whole bunch of questions about what might be causing your problem. Right. At the Kaufman Institute for Coincidence, we won't look into the cause of your heart or other problem. We'll just fix it. That's right. We promise to only look at your symptoms. We won't get all curious looking for causes because that <laughs> could get your employer or your doctor into some legal hot water. And nobody wants that. At Kaufman, we understand <laughs> that coincidence is now the leading cause of death. Hey, we've got another coincidence over here. If we want to operate at the speed of science, there's no time for looking for causes. No pesky questions about drugs or vaccines you may have been given. At Kaufman, we specialize in the effects and leave the causes to the conspiracy theorists. Masterful. And let's be honest, we know the cause anyway. It was a coincidence, right? For each new patient, Kaufman's talented team of doctors strap on their blinders and look directly at the problem area, usually the heart. Just like the CDC recommends. Our main campus now treats myocarditis, blood clots, heart arrhythmia, stroke, heart attack, magnetic skin, difficulty breathing, full body blisters and burning, convulsions, kidney failure, memory loss, cancer, sudden death, and much, much more. Sounds great. Give your coincidence the attention it deserves, but not the wrong kind of attention. At Kaufman, schedule your appointment today at KaufmanCoincidence.com and receive a doctor's note with a real sciency sounding explanation to provide to your anti-vax friends, proving to them it was definitely not the vaccine that caused your coincidence. <laughs> Kaufman, because coincidences happen pretty much all the time. Yay! Yay! You see how happy... Official medical coincidence partner of the NFL. <laughs> you see how happy all those Cirques looked? They're clearly doing better than us. I mean, they've even got coincidence doctors. They must be right. They're clearly right. Look how happy they are. Man, Circulon is the best. I can't wait to live there forever. I want to live there forever. I want to be one of them. My God. What? What is this? What is this place? Oh, just stop being poor. Just cancel Disney Plus. There's another one. This is, this is wild. Look at this. My God. Uh, just out of curiosity, I'm just playing things now. I guess we're at that stage. You're increasing the price of a beer by 6.3 percent of all things. Canadians, uh, that's sacrilege in Canada. Canadians war campaign, love it. Check those guys out. Love their beer. Can't you at least do one thing? I realize you know we've asked you to take off the carbon tax and all those paycheck taxes and all those things, but at least for a beer, can you give Canadians a break in this break? Tell us, you can make a big announcement right now. <laughs> And then I'll finish my round. Just starts cackling like an evil witch. Can you please? Can you please? Uh, just this once. 
We've suffered so much. People are, they have so little. All they have left is beer. Please don't tax the beer. Can you please leave the beer alone? They need the beer to stop them from killing themselves. Can you do that, please? If there's anything, tax things they don't need. Ta- tax the rich. Tax company. Ta- tax the airlines. Anything else. We're not allowed to fly anyway. We're too poor. Please. For the love of God. Spare us this one thing. Will you please? Will you do this for us, please? <laughs> Stupid peasants. Oh. Oh, do you want mercy? Is it mercy you desire? <laughs> I can barely contain my gleeful laughter at your pain. I can barely contain it. It's infectious. I laugh at your your pers- your predicament makes me laugh. <laughs> oh, we're we're doing good. We're doing good in Canada. In a world where not even the beer is safe, an evil covered the land. I'm gonna play the music and what? Let's let's see how it works. Let's just tell me if this works with the music. All right. Paycheck taxes and all those things, but at least for a beer, can you give Canadians a break in this break? Tell us. You can make a big announcement right now. And then I'll finish my round with that. I guess um, that stands alongside crypto as one of the Conservative Party's main pieces of financial advice. Thank you, Minister MP Moran. Oh, that's reassuring. I don't even have time for your question. I care so little. I laugh in your face. That's the attitude you want to see. That's leadership. That's that's how you list. That's how you really, really listen. That's how you turn your listening in ears on and just listen really hard. Is when the homie's like, "Bro, can you not tax the beer?" You want to laugh in his face. You want to laugh in his face and dismiss him. Come on, Vladimir! Come on, bro! Do it! Push the button! You gotta do it, Vlad! This is your one chance! The whole world's riding on this! You can't let them win! Nuke Davos! Nuke it! I can't stand it! The stakes are so high! He's hovering over the button right now, like, sweat dripping off his forehead. Do it! That would be, that would be all right. (laughs) It probably annoys me when I just, I don't know how else to do it. When I get into these, I can't get out. I have to just abruptly end it. Just shockingly like, ah! It's like being woken up with cold water. I don't know how else to get out. Otherwise, otherwise we'll never leave these strange fantasy worlds. And you know what? 
it's dangerous because once you enter strange fantasy worlds for your own amusement, sometimes the government takes it as a serious threat and they enact martial law. So we have to be careful. Hope you're learning, Kevin. I hope you're paying attention. Ah, DJ Cocknell says, Ryan Dawson was just unbanned on Twitter. That is that is a, that is a surprising development. Anyone want to make any bets on how long it takes to be banned again? I don't know when this message was sent, but I assume he's already banned since then. It, instantly. I was unbanned for six hours. They unbanned my account and then went, oh, wait, no, never mind, and banned it again. And they never gave a reason. I was like, are you high? You just unbanned me six hours ago. I said, like, two things, and you were like, oh, wait, shit, never mind. And <laughs> Morgan and I had a good laugh anyway. <laughs> She's like, no way. It's like, yeah, I'm already banned. What? Why? What'd they say? Like, they didn't say. They just said, nope, never mind. My bad. Scarecrow says, cancel your Disney Plus. That is solid financial advice. Just cancel your Disney Plus and I laugh at you if I want to tax your... <laughs> is that your financial advice? <laughs> Cute. They're so fucking evil, dude. Flam says, that, uh, that's how you lift people out of desperation and poverty. That you cause, you laugh in their face as they beg for relief. Hey, th- see? Flam understands. He gets it. He says, stupid, stunned cunt. Fucker. That's just rude. I can't believe you would say that. She's clearly, clearly a very, very welcoming and figure that inspires confidence. Whenever I see her on the screen and talking and standing next to that Canadian flag, all I can think is we are in great hands. Things are going to go really well, especially for people like me. People that people that are like me are going to we're going to have it so good in the future. I mean, I just can't wait to see where they go with all this. You know? You know? Somebody said he he what he oh, he is already banned. So how long did Ryan last? Less than an hour? He apparently is already banned. <laughs> Some people in the Rumble chat went to go check. Good. 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 Keep him banned. We don't want people finding out about him. He's too dangerous. He's way too dangerous to let anybody listen to him. Like, you can't. He's the equivalent of, like, you know, people like, you know, it's like, listen, you got you to gotta take to the slow. Like, the world's crazy. There's a lot of scary stuff. You know, like Peter was saying, you can't just come at people. You can't just be like, lay it on them. You got to be like, listen, man. This is going to be hard to hear. You know, I'm going to take it slow. You're trying to do that, and Ryan Dawson just comes in, and he's like, fuck that, you know? And he's like, listen, people are fucking babies on Twitter. I watched it all morning. Like, they're just in there. There's a screaming, dying baby, and I'm like, you know, that's what's happening, all right? You live in an unfathomably evil, depressing, and scary world of which the horrors you cannot even imagine. You can't even fathom the things that I've seen. And the fact, if you even knew half of what I knew, you would probably go mad and kill yourself. That's how fucked it is. And they're just, like, convulsing in fear, you know? That's Ryan's strategy. <laughs> it's like death comes with like the 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 reaper scythe and everything it was like no go away go away it's too much it's too much i can't handle it bro you want to see a map no don't it's all true i know it is but showing it to me doesn't make me feel better it's so overwhelmingly depressing and scary (laughs) how how did it come to this, you know, Theoden? How did it come to this? I don't know. Nobody knows. It's-
so bad. We're in such a bad place. Anyway, yeah, shut it down. Shut it all down. It's important. What time are we at? It's almost. What time is it, Mr. Wolf? It's almost time. we got a few minutes left, which is perfect because I want to talk about one last thing and kind of, you know, the rest of the stuff. I, I, I skipped so much because it, you know, it doesn't, it just doesn't, not everybody makes the cut, you know? Um, Military is being dismantled piece by piece. They're doing more woke stuff. Mm. Yeah, they're, so they're now, they're actually now screening ahead of time, according, you know, on the advice of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network, I, I do want to point out. Uh, the Canadian military is going to screen applicants for symbols of quote problematic attitudes. Can you guess what those attitudes would be? Well, what do you what what does the anti hate network consider problematic attitudes? That is now being applied as a filtering process to the Canadian military. Here it is at the bottom. Uh, you can go see it yourself. The federal government provided two hundred sixty eight thousand dollars to the Canadian anti hate network to help with its project. So that's good. Uh, the toolkit says that Canada's former flag, the red ensign is a hate-promoting symbol that alt-right white nationalists sometimes might attempt to infiltrate mainstream conservative political parties to influence change. Well, that's interesting. Um, because I found the red ensign, the red ensign, the, the, the original classic Canadian flag, uh, to be kind of comforting. There's a, a, some ties to our past there, and, and uh, a, lot of, a lot of men bravely died um, carrying that flag in multiple world wars ar- around the world. It was known as Canada's flag at some of our greatest our moments and achievements. You know, the, uh, that's what we... That's what we had at the Battle of, of, of Vimy Ridge, and is what we had in you know the tragedy in Dieppe and the and and, and so on, in in fighting the Japanese in the South Pacific and all over you know all over the world until the you know in 1960s when we've adopted the relatively new Canadian flag. So to me, it represents uh, heritage, history, our culture, our people, where we came from, you know what we've been through, all of that kind of shit. And I think it's important to remember, and I like it for those reasons. So apparently, according to these fucking psychopaths, that means you're a hate. It's a hate promoting symbol that alt right white nationalists sometimes right. So rem- the very act of remembering and and having any kind of feeling or tie to the old days, the old times, the old ways. No, 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 no. That needs to be that needs to be beaten right out of you. And how are they going to do it? They're going to do it with shame. They're going to shame you because you want to be any of those things. They're going to they're going to say nasty things about you, the worst things. They're going to say you're the worst thing in the world. Is that what you want? There's no telling you why there's an advantage to doing this. It's just that listen, you'll be bad. You're a bad person if you do if you like it. You're pretty bad. You're going to be, oof. We might have to point and say, boo, ask Kevin. You know, how does it feel? Not very good. So you'd better uh, shut the fuck up and go with it, or else you're these horrible things I'm talking about. Is that, maybe you're the enemy. Maybe we, you got to be purged from the military. Huh? You guys like where this is going? Hey, military, how do you how you feeling? How's it going in there? How's it going in there? The flag that our heroes... That we, we see their names engraved on the walls of the very buildings and halls that we walk through every day as professional warriors willing to die defending the country. We see them as the men that have gone before us and paid the ultimate price. That flag that they fought under is a, is a no-no. That is bad. That's bad now. Okay? Among God knows what else. Let's just... Let your mind run wild with what's in the Canadian anti-hate toolkit, and I guarantee you it's probably in there. So that's good. I, you know, that's, it's very respectful. To, you know what I mean? It's just all the best things. It's all the best things. Uh, and by the way, if you haven't signed your kit, you can go down to the Canex. They're having a clinic where you can sign up your kids for gender reassignment surgery. Uh, no one's allowed to have an opinion on that either. 
And uh, also, we're hoisting the the tranny flag outside battalion headquarters this afternoon at one o'clock. Attendance is mandatory. Uh, full CFs, uh, DEUs, ones. Okay, medals too. No minutes. Uh, none of that. No full medals. And there's going to be 17 million inspections this morning because this is the most important parade of any of our lives. Because current we listen, boys. We're supporting a current thing today. That is the most important function of the Canadian Forces. We find whatever current thing that exists and we support the shit out of it because that's what we're here for now. Apparently, I know. I know there's a war coming with the Russians. I know we've gone out of our way to, to totally throw ourselves directly in the gun sights of a very, you know, well-armed and, and very barely serious about defending its integrity nation, and we're just buying missile defense systems and selling it to their enemies. No, probably not even selling it. We're probably just giving it to them. Purchasing the uh, U.S. missile defense. Good, good. One of Putin's red lights. So now we're getting more deep, deeply uh, committed to this potential uh vengeance you know we're going to war guys there's no other way around it and aren't you ha- isn't it such a great environment hey we've got corporals as company commanders and we're, we're totally ready for a for a major war there's never been a better time it's truly heartbreaking to look upon the ruins of of what used to be it's just, it's surreal. It's honestly difficult to believe that something like that could be so perverted and twisted and fucked up from, from, where, from where it was to where it is in such a short time. Like 30 years, that's pretty much all it took. Not even 20 years maybe. Pretty much since the 90s, and then took about 20 years to just completely subvert the military and turn it into, you know, what it is now. I'm sure I don't need to elaborate, especially for the people that are in there. Brand new guys like, what are you talking about? It's awesome. Like, you don't even understand. You don't get it. Talk to anybody that's been in there for 10, 20, 30 years. Have a candid conversation, if they dare, tell you the true nature of the situation that we have there. And we're now purchasing uh, extremely advanced weapon systems and arming the enemies of a country that would absolutely stomp us into the fucking dirt. Will cost approximately $406 million. It would come from the $500 million in aid. Uh, yeah, okay. So it's free. We're just buying them weapons now. So now we're just buying weapons so more people can die. That's Canada's... And this is the same, again, this is the same people, the same basic cast of people. It's like, Canadians are peacekeepers. They used to fight to keep us out of every war and keep us out of anything that was like, I don't know, this this might impact foreign policy. We may need to get involved in this. Absolutely not. This is the nation of peacekeepers. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of these feel-good videos of people go home it's time to go home and people put their guns down and everyone goes home and it's happy ending yay i want more of that that's not real life but they were fucking obsessed with this idea of the blue helmet canadian military and thus absolutely neutered its killing ability which is the reason it exists is to protect you from people that want to kill you your killers have to be better killers than their killers that's what war is. Do you understand uh, just a basic... If you go to war with somebody, it doesn't matter how woke your nonsense is. That has no... If it doesn't directly contribute to the, the to increasing the efficacy of your killer's ability to kill them, 
it's a bad idea because the consequences of losing that confrontation when your gang of professional murderers goes up against theirs and you lose, you're at the total and complete mercy of those people. You know, it's read a history book on how that goes. It's not good. Losing a war is catastrophic and oftentimes can be the end of a nation entirely. Or certainly precipitate the the end of one. If it's, you know, too far away to be geographically occupied or something like you can, there's a strong case to argue that this endless war, you know, campaign, the 20, 25 years of, of nonsense fighting we've been doing all over the world for, since 9-11 has actually destroyed the United States. The amount of money and debt is, is it's, it's insurmountable. There's no way to come back. It's too late. Um, and what's the, what was what was the gain? You didn't. It's not even like the old days where they'd like conquer a country and t- exploit its resources, take its money. Like that's how you made it. You know, balance out. And it was like, ah, we just spent a shitload of money, killed a pile of our own citizens, and now the country is extremely economically bankrupt over it. What? Why do we? What? What do we do that for again? Because I I don't feel like we benefited at all. No, 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 the public didn't. Um, but some some rich, you know, some very powerful people in some nice places that basically wield a baton. I mean, I know you think we're in charge as a government, but we're not. And, uh, you know, those guys, they wanted it to happen. so And they made a lot of money, so we just went with it. Very nice. Very nice. Very good. So let's fight uh, Let's fight another war. Let's let's do this because reasons. We're just going to get involved and we're going to pay for it. We're just going to buy guns and, and weapons and... You know, because we're pro-war now. That's the new position of the government of Canada. We're pro-war. We went from being anti-war, peacekeeping, blue helmet. That's what all the liberals have. Oh, my goodness. They cry the bleeding heart nonsense. Now we're buying advanced weapon systems and supplying them to a flashpoint scenario that, that could erupt into World War Three. Because fuck it. You know, when you're mainline and heroin and, you know, raw dog and hookers every day, there's, <laughs> there's no, hey, you know what I mean? It's safety is that's out the window. You're just rolling. You're just riding this till the wheels come off at this point, aren't you? So they get a lot of they get away with a lot of these things. And and how do they do it? I I really think it's because of uh, the the shaming and the and the guilting and the it's because it's such a powerful thing. And I and I wonder if that's because of the good nature. They they use the very good nature of Western civilized you know people against them. Or that that everyone wants to be perceived as the good. Like we're all trying. Almost except for the few psychopaths that are just blatantly evil out there. No, but most of us are trying, or we consider ourselves trying to be good people. So how does this happen? Well, you convince people to do horrible things, but just tell them it's for a very, very good reason, and thus, thusly, they are a good person for for supporting it. And that way, the people going against it must be bad people. You don't want to be the bad guy. This is a society of the good guys. You're going to be a bad guy here? We're not bad guys. We're good guys. Get in. Support the current thing. Or I don't know what we're going to have to do with you. Maybe something's going to have to be done with you. This chick, I don't know her name. Uh, Ava, Lord, her name is, I don't, is she Dutch too? She looks like she could be. I, I can't tell if she's six feet tall, but she probably is. And it's this name that I can't, it's Ava from Dutch Tall People World. I understand she's popular, but she had this to say, and I, I agree with her. Listen to this. The slander and everything loses its power once you stop being afraid of it. Once mm-hmm. you stop thinking, oh, I can't say this because they're going to say that I'm radical or, you know, at some point when you truly believe that there is good and evil in this world, you know, I would much rather, much rather be called a radical in the fight against evil than a moderate. And I don't care 
what people will say about me. If I have a group of good friends, loyal friends and family around me who know who I am, who love me and who I love, then that's, that's good enough. And I know that I've, you know, I meet actual friends. I meet real friends. And, and, and that's what I try to tell other people. Stop being afraid of what they call you and they lose their power. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> She's absolutely right. Obviously. And therein lies, that is their true power. That's why this is such an important issue to understand. That is, they have weaponized guilt and shame against you. And that only work when people aren't sure of themselves, when they're, when they're weak, when they're not self-confident, they, they err on the side of, co- they'll, you know, they can be intimidated. They can be intimidated and pushed around. And they, they use these things to, to do it to you. If you're a confident, strong person, and you're, you really believe in what you believe, it's not going to work because who cares? Who cares what people say about what a ridiculously childish thing for to 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 care about what other people say about you? I'm gonna play this last part again. This whole thing is is actually uh, is very very brilliant. Where is it? Goddamn! There it is. No, that's not what I wanted. Philip, you're pressing the buttons again. So she said, let's go through this again. The slander and everything loses its power once you stop being afraid of it. You- so that that's right. That's the, the weapon they use against you, is the, is the pointing, the buoy, the ooh, the shame. If it's not in the media, it's at your workplace. They create and cultivate an environment where you must fit in with the many, and if you don't, you will be ostracized. We will, you'll, be, you'll be othered and you'll be attacked. That's a very powerful motivator for people that don't feel very you know, strong and secure. They, they're going to they're gonna roll with that. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking, oh, I can't say this because they're going to say that I'm radical or, you know, at some point when you truly believe that there is good and evil in this world, you know, I would much rather, much rather be called a radical in the fight against evil than a moderate. Again, this, this, the, the reality of, of what's going on for, for so many people, especially in powerful, responsible positions and, 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 and stations to not under, to, to just look away as these things are happening. People are dying on television, for Christ's sake. And your stance was, I was just playing, I was just going to ride it out and see what happens. I'm just going to go along to get along, look at my feet and say nothing. Or would you rather be, because that's what you are. If you speak out against the state, the status quo, if you don't like something that's being imposed on you from, again, an agenda far beyond our own national borders that our country has really no... You're just, elections are cosmetic at best. They're going to call you these names. What else do you think they're going to say? They're going to say, you know, treat you with some legitimacy. They're your enemy. They consider you an enemy. You're not on their team. So they slander and and, and do these things to you to, to make you less, people won't pay attention. They don't want to listen to you. They're, you're an extremist. Of course they're going to say these things. I consider them extreme. I consider mutilating a child's genitals pretty pretty extreme. That's pretty crazy, you know. I consider the things they're doing to the military pretty extreme. I consider the things they're doing in Ukraine pretty extreme. Their monetary policy pretty extreme. The lockdowns, firing people while in the midst of a national health crisis, eliminating the pipeline to create to create these professionals to replace the ones you lost because they didn't support the the, the current thing. Bananas, absolute nonsense. Pretty fucking extreme. Pretty extremely insane and crazy. And for you to not... Of, of course! 
So for them to call you like, man, you're really bad. Good, I hope you think so. You're a radical. Yes. Yes, that's correct. Compared to you, yeah. And I'm proud of that. When you don't, they can't shame me. Because I know what I know. I know what's in my heart, and I know what's real, and I know what's not. I can tell the difference between bullshit shenanigans and right-in-your-face reality. And they try to make you feel stupid for it. Oh, you actually believe that? Uh, Yes, I saw it happen. (laughs) You know what I mean? They think their power is like, no, we'll just shame them and boo them into that. That's ridiculous. When you really think about what's holding a lot of people back, maybe it's you. It's like, what's really stopping me from speaking my mind or, or making some kind of life-changing decision or, or whatever it is, is because I'm scared of what people will say. What? This is something you, you want to do and you believe in, but other people might say shit, so you're not gonna. That is really, I mean, that's really insane when you think about it. And I don't care what people will say about me. If I have a group of good friends, loyal friends and family around me who know who I am, who love me and who I love, then that's that's good enough. And I know that I've, you know, I meet actual friends. I meet real friends. And, and, and that's what I try to tell other people. Stop being afraid of what they call you and they lose their power. How many people does that apply to? How many people have, have found their friends? Because, again, that's you need the peer support. And then when you... You're with people that understand you. You're with people that are like you. You don't give a shit. Because that's just human nature. That's how it's supposed to be. You shouldn't be segregated and isolated. That's a craziness. And they, oh, I think they're starting a militia. You know? What? People are, they're, they're seeking approval from a, a, a machine, a blob, a nebulous endless corporate nothing they want its approval and it can never be satisfied it's not fulfilling it doesn't mean anything oh you virtued the current thing did you did you throw up a ukraine flag do you feel good now it's it's empty it's hollow it's like fast food it's like everything else in their lives it's it's a surrogate it's a substitute it's synthetic synthetic food synthetic relationships synthetic entertainment synthetic jobs synthetic lives Synthetic purposes. You you live for synthetic things. Support the current thing. That's why you don't feel fulfilled. These other people that are like, I know where I belong. I know who I am and what I believe. And, and who I love. And I have people that love and care about me. That's why they attack that. Because having that makes you very difficult to destroy. It's very difficult to, to browbeat. That's why they attack all that shit. They don't like families. They don't like, especially nuclear families, they don't like strong, cohesive communities of people that are willing to stick together and stick up for each other and, and fight back because that's a very hard thing to overcome. So they go out of their way to, to do it, to get rid of it. And that's how they do it. Because they, they attack it. Uh, people don't like confrontation. They don't like to be ostracized. They don't like to be singled out. And it, and it works. And it's wild how well that it does work. So take her advice. Grow a set, you know. Because there are people out there that are... You're not, you're not alone and you're not by yourself and you're not crazy. Certainly not. Don't let them shame you into it. Don't let them shame you and guilt you and make you feel bad and intimidate you and gaslight you into going against what you know to be true and what you know to be right for you. That is, that is a 
highway, you know, first class jet ticket to hell. When you live your life in an insincere way, in a way that doesn't match who you really are and what you really believe and what you're really about, you're doing it to please other people. You want your, oh, your job to be happy or you, want, you don't want people to be mad at you or whatever. You are going to be absolutely miserable. I guarantee that applies to people that are listening right now. And they're like, yeah, you can't, you can't be you. You can't say the things that you think. You can't like the things that you like. Can't, you can't be you. And that's where we're at. We have one side that says, be us or else. And the other side is, I just, I just want to be me. You're not allowed. I've been having dreams about falling in love. You have to be like us or we'll punish you. It feels so real. That, does that not feel fucked up to you? It feels fucked up to me. Do you know my name? Godzilla said if Paul Revere were alive today, like Ryan Dawson, he'd be banned on Twitter. They all would. The devil's in the detail. Chet Chisholm, Sudden Rockstar. I ran out of time. Couldn't get to you, but I thank you guys. Appreciate it. I lost all the Rumble guys, too. Or did I? Madam Breezy, thank you very much. Kenzie, 67. Cindy Lee. Rapuzel. And Julie Mora, of course. Thank you very much. Entropystream.live if you want to get in next time and get a chat in. That's where to do it. Chet Chisholm, Sergeant Rock, Godzilla Unchained, Blams. Scarecrow, DJ Cognil, Man on the Mountain, Jacob Powell, thank you very much, brother. Lee, Sarah, Talarian, Colbert's mom, Kevin can fuck off. Carpenter Chris, Secular 07, Deanna 01, Dr. Jenstein. Pilot Mike, Filthy Weasel 23. Mr. Chow, Bret Hart! Fucking fuck yes, Bret Hart! Sexy David, who putt platter? Big Ed, Little Foot, Short and Long, Crisby. Sir Toast Lynn Camby Dread, thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for wasting this wasted time with me. And I hope you enjoyed wasting this time, or else it's wasted, wasted time, and I don't want to go back over that again. Or else it's depressing, and then you'll never be able to waste time again. And all that horrible. It's just going to end bad. See you again next time. RagingDistant.com, all of the links, social media, and all that crap is there. Telegram, t.me slash RagingDistant, II. That's where it is. It's all there. Oh, it's on the web. Just go to the website. I don't know why I do this every time. No one cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared, Phil. Have a good night. Say goodnight to the Soviet Empire, your new commander-in-chief.
I'm not surprised you're eager to live in the new world Soviet empire, Phil. There is, you're right. There is a dramatic power vacuum. There's a lot of room for people to move up quickly. There's a lot of kings that were just, uh, just eliminated, you know. I don't blame you. Interesting choice. Your first job, you want to be the, what does this say? I can't read your handwriting. Your hoof writing is terrible. The guy, what does this, this say the guy who runs all the gulags and stuff? That would probably be like public safety or, or something like that. Intelligent, I don't know. I can look into it. I gotta say, like, I knew that's what I'm pretty. Sure, I'm sure that's what I knew you would pick. I really wanted to be disappointed. I wanted you to surprise me, but I mean, you know, we can't all, you know. There's gonna be a lot of death, isn't there, Phil? There's gonna be a lot of. Um, you're gonna do the whole thing: the listening to the phones, men testifying against their wives, and the, you're doing it all, huh? You just, yeah, yeah. You were jealous. You were jealous of the Soviets just forgetting to do that. What power is sexy? What does this have to do with anything? We're talking about damning people to horrible fates, and you somehow tied that into some weird sex. There probably is a sex cult around this. You're right. No, I don't want to be a global elite like that. I'm here to keep the rain. I'm here to rein you in. Do you hear yourself, Colbert? This is why we got to keep an eye on you, because without a little bit of supervision, you're going to be like, you're very dangerous for this world, Phil.